Good morning, good morning. Y'all, we're going to have some crazy fun today. O to the M to the G. Hey, broski. Morning. Yo, what up, bro? Hanging in there, hanging in there. Yes, sir. Yo, do you see the title of this room? Yo, do you know what today is, yo? Uh, Clubhouse turns one, bro. Okay. (laughs) Yo, Clubhouse turns one today, man. Yo, I was so excited about this morning just because, I mean, you know how we go, bro. We talk about all these different kind of things with technology and music and connection bro i'm celebrating like hell today man because clubhouse turns one and i'm just i'm excited about this whole joint bro and for them their vision and all that kind of shit man so yeah bro feeling it this morning man (laughs) yeah so that's why i put in the title because i know that um you know some people wouldn't know you know, so that way we can celebrate all day today. So yeah, man, that's one thing we celebrating all day today, man. What you what you got going on, man? You sound like you out and about, bro. I'm actually not. Just doing some laundry. Okay. I'm usually, I'm usually <laughs> up and out brown now, but you know, kind of falling back today. Right, 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 right. That's uh, all good, y'all. Look, I had my music going, and I thought your uh, <laughs> your uh, laundry joint was like the wind, like coming through the window of a car. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> yeah, man. But what's going on with you, man? How was your weekend, bro? Oh, it was a little crazy. I, I don't really want to talk about it. It was a little crazy. Right, but, right. But good. Fair good. You know. Right, right. You know, I've still been thinking about this whole keyboard thing with me and you were talking about the oh, other day. Yeah. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Uh, so, where you at? where are you at with it now? I mean, I think I'm gonna get the Moe DX7. Nice. I think I'm gonna get get that first. Right, right. And then I might I might get a Chrome, you know, to go with it. Dope. So the um, which key model are you gonna get for the um, for the Moe DX, the 61 or the 88 joint? Well, the, the Moe. Well, I'm trying. I'm thinking about getting the 76, 76 joint. Wow. Okay, 76. Yo, I didn't even know they had 76. That's yep. dope, yo. That's dope. Um, is it is it lightweight like um, you know, like the other joints or sixteen pounds? Yo, that's crazy. That's crazy, yeah. And, and you know the eighty eight key is thirty pounds. I didn't realize that. I thought it was heavier than that. Nope, thirty pounds. Wow. But yeah, I bro. Ruled, I haven't rolled out the FA either. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know. I, I got to go sit down. I'm probably going to go by Guitar Center today and just sit down with him and just kind of see what's going on with him. Right. I, I didn't know Guitar Center was even still open right now. That's yep. crazy. When you um, you going to Glen Burnie or Towson? I'm not, I'm not sure yet. Right. And I'm, right, closer right. To, I'm closer to Towson. Right. But I'm not above going to Glen Burnie either. Right, right, right. Yo, that's dope, man. I think that's um, I think that's gonna be great, yo. I think that's a wise purchase, man. I think that's a wise, wise purchase. Like we was talking about the other day, just to be able to 
you know, get both things done, have your mains, have your auxiliaries. And I think I think the Modi X is just a real good auxiliary board. What made you um decide to go with that? You know, especially because I know that you had, or at least as like you said, like the main the main one. Because I know you had a couple of different ways you was looking at it. The I mean, I just like I just like the live the live set feature. Yeah. Just being able to be able to pull up, like if I'm doing like a Bruno Mars tune, right? I can have all my sounds there. Be Bruno Mars. If I'm going Taylor Swift, or if I'm going to go, you know, whatever. Right. I just can have all these different scenes I set up, you know, scenes and set lists I set up. Right. So right, I can right. just just you know plug in that. Yeah, that's dope. I mean, I can't. I mean, I can't afford a Chronos or a Nautilus or nothing. Oh, no, you, you know, say a Nautilus? Yeah, Korg has a board called the Nautilus, which is it's in between the Chrome and the, and the, um, and the, the Chronos. Really? So that's all the sounds of the, of the of the Chronos. Yeah, it's basically like right under the right under the Chronos. Yo, that's dope. You said the Korg Nautilus. Nautilus. Yep. Yo, that's crazy. How do you? What do you think about it? Have you played it or? I mean, it seems to be pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. It's funny though. The, the only thing about it, I don't like the way it's, I don't like the design point. It looks kind of boring. As far as like the aesthetic of it, the way that the board yeah. actually looks. Okay. I mean, it's it's sleek, but it's kind of boring to me. The Mode X is intriguing me because that that um that that super wheel, that super wheel, right? Super knob, right? Right? That super knob is kind of changes everything. Yeah, it really does, man. Like I tell you, I mean, since I've had it, that. That's been one of the number one, you know, things for me that brings out that board, man. Because, I mean, with some of those sounds, you have like you have like three or four different changes across that knob, you know. Right. Um, so it, I have I've definitely found it to be like really, really useful, like really useful where I've never had that in another board. I mean, pound for pound for the price point, it just it seems logical. Yeah, and that's that's the best way to go. That makes sense to me, bro. That makes sense. And then I heard, and then my friends who who have like the six and seven eights, mm-hmm. they said that actually the sevens and eights actually sound better than the six. Uh-huh. And and I was talking to um, Dawood the other day. He was saying he has a montage and a Modex. He played them side by side. He said the sounds are exactly the same. Wow. Well, it's almost like. <laughs> It sounds like the conversation between like like a getting a Toyota, um, like Camry, like a 2020 Camry, and getting a 2020 Lexus. It's like right. <laughs> they, they both gonna be the same thing. It just depends on how much money you <laughs> you rate it. Like just completely sink out of your pocket. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yo, that's crazy, yo. Yeah. Well, Modi X man, the way to go for sure. I'm definitely glad you're jumping on that, bro. What else you got going on today, man? Um, you know, homeschooling the kids. Yeah. And, um, take take everybody to gymnastics and stuff. Right, right. You know, the father stuff. Being a father, Wednesday is Father Day. Right. Yo, what's what is gymnastics like now? Like, cause I mean, I'm thinking about like when I was with Aria, you know, taking her to cheerleading and gymnastics and stuff like that especially yeah her last her last stuff with dance i mean you know it was a whole lot different i can imagine but that's been like she hasn't been in that like for the last like several months 
So I can imagine. Is it a lot of restrictions? Is it like, um, you know, do they still enjoy it? Is it is it tough for them? Like, how do they experience that? I mean, it's you know they they do a good job of kind of keeping everything spread out and everything clean and right. you know everyone wears masks even you know and you know they're doing a good job of trying to keep it keep it all together. Right, that's what's up. You know, I'm just happy that the children could do something to get out the house and have some kind of interaction with other people. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. You know, hundred percent. 100%. I want to say good morning to Dianara. Dianara, how you doing? Good morning. I'm good. Thanks. How you doing? Doing well. I want to introduce you to my good morning. Good morning. Craig, Craig, Dianara. Good morning. What's up, Craig? Good morning. Yes, yes. I was enjoying the conversation about the keyboards because I'm teaching my son how to play the keyboard. And really? Now, yeah. Tell me I know about it. It, the book, the book, the right. book is teaching. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I give the credit to the parent because the parent is teaching through the book is teaching to the child. <laughs> Yo, it's working. That is beautiful. Oh my gosh! Wait a minute. Okay, so you know, you know, this makes me super excited this morning. Omg! I mean, first of all. Just super excited to see you. And then you telling me this information? Okay, so you gotta back it up. So <laughs> so your kid is studying keyboard now. When did it come about? So we've been doing it for about a year. Yeah. And I haven't really been serious about it, but I see that he's really taking a liking to it. Right. Especially since I put it in our schedule every morning. Right, right. Um because this is the time is the short window you know our homeschooling journey has been like four years right, so true, true. we have a short window to really start figuring out who we are and what we like right right so right. he's about liking it. it and it's working so we're almost done with book one mm-hmm. so i said dang i'm getting it's it's working like he's liking it and he's doing it yeah. so i was like well i'm gonna teach my other son how to play the guitar <sighs> <laughs> Yo, oh my gosh. Please pray for me. Pray for me, me. I was just about to say, let me find out, you know, we're about to have the next like trio like coming into the world, like keys, vocals, and guitar. Yes, I say vocals. <laughs> well, you know, you know I'm Dominican, so I'm like the acoustic guitar. We're gonna play bachata in here. They're like <laughs> Oh my God, this is so exciting. Okay, so you got, so okay, you got the kid studying keyboard. When this is the thing, I didn't start keyboard until I was like 19. So, you know, but I did start, right, but I did start having like some experience as far as like in the studio a little bit earlier, like between like 16, you know, and like 19. But like, if I was exposed as young as your kids are to it, oh my goodness, you know, this is a, this is amazing. <laughs> it's gonna be wow, a fun I'm journey. Excited, I promise you. Yeah, you just definitely encouraged me, made me feel better because I'm like I'm late. Like, <laughs> no, then maybe not. They're eleven oh. and thirteen. No, that's a good that's a good time. So I, I really I kind of started messing around when I was about eleven or thirteen, but I didn't really get serious till about mm. I didn't really start really getting at the keyboard till I was about 20. Wow. I didn't know that, yo. That's crazy. Thank you, guys. I appreciate yeah. you guys. That's affirmation, right? I mean, that's confirmation, and right? That's just yes, confirming that. Yes, it is. That. 
And truthfully, I, and truthfully, like most cultures, I believe every child, every child, I think everyone should play piano. Yes. Or at least try. Yes. Yo, yo, uh, someone was saying that the other day, man. I think it might have been in Aaron Myers. Um, I think it might have been his jazz mastermind. Was somebody yeah, else? Yeah, he's, yeah. Aaron Myers said that the other day. Yeah, there you go. I was like, man, I remember that. Yo. Yo, that is so crazy that you said that because I've been thinking that for years too. Like piano is just this wonderful place that opens up your mind to the possibilities of life in a new way. You know what I'm saying? Like all, all my children are uh, drawn to the piano, all of them. Right, right. Like my children can read. My children can read music, and I didn't believe them. Wow. My children can read music when they were like six and seven years old. Are you serious? I, I believe it. I believe yep. it. My kids read it because in my curriculum for homeschool, we teach it. So in the we teach kindergartners the same thing as the older kids. So the kindergartners can learn music, can read music. Right. Yo, that's crazy. Okay. This is this is definitely about to this is this is something that's so important because you know, music is one of those things that really opens up your mind and helps you with skills like problem solving, you know and like self-esteem and you know just a bunch of things like music yeah this is really really good music to me is like one of the master disciplines and it's one right. of those, those right. master disciplines that gives you skills that's applicable to all areas to of life. all areas of life yo to so like, all you know, like areas music, of life so like music martial arts ballet right these like chess right these yes 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 a master disciplines that help you, like you said, with problem solving, you know, yeah. developing discipline that's applicable to other areas of your life. So I just think that it's important. Yo, you just reminded me all over again of my childhood, man. I forgot. I forgot about my chess days, yo. I was a scholastic. My boys chess too. You play chess too. <laughs> yo, that's what I'm talking about. Oh my gosh. Like chess. Chess is one of those things where, you know, I, I started playing chess when I was about maybe 13. And then by 15, I was um, a scholastic champion. I remember the scholastic tournaments. <laughs> I was a scholastic champion. Oh, man. Yeah, chess, music. But I can't get over this. I can't get over this. Dinara, you about to have a family band. This is about to be crazy. I'm excited. The boys have been playing chess since they were. My boys have been playing chess at the library on Duke Street since they were five. Are you serious? Yeah. It's because I used to be like so being. You know. You know how it is when it's just you and your mom. Like yes. you don't want to spend money, right? Yes. So you find activities that are like. So there's a chess. They taught them how to play chess at the library, and the library's free. So we would right. hang out there, and that's just what we did, right? But right. now I'm excited about the band. I'm so excited about the band. Yo, <laughs> so this is so I keep y'all posted about my guitar um, interaction because we had an old guitar in the house, and it used to guitar, and I'm like, yeah. yo, like, what am I going to do with this thing? So I'm going to fix the strings on it. Yes. I ordered the book. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I ordered the book, and I'm so afraid because the notes how you have to hold the guitar but yes. I'm not going to let that deter me from <sighs> Dianara let me tell you something and I hope that Coco comes here today because she'll be what I would say is my latest testimonial about this introducing music into the home 
into this way and into kids' lives is one of the most emotionally intelligent things that any parent can do for their child. We're going to talk about this some more even right now because this is I like where this is going because this is opening up opening up my mind, making me think about music as it's related to emotional intelligence. So, so think about it. Think it. When you were growing up, like what? Well, before, right. before iPods and you know MP3s and Apple Music and all this stuff. Basically, right. when you grew up, like when I grew up, I'm I guess I'm getting older. Um, you know, when I grew up, I listened to whatever my my parents listened to, and we had right. they had record players, they had record players, and they were playing the music openly. Right, right. You know, so you were being fed whatever your your parents listened right. to. Right. Right. Until you grew up to an age where you can afford or start purchasing some of the music that you want to listen to. Right. Or if you had an older sibling house, you listen to whatever they listen to. Right. So you were building these experiences from just listening to what everyone else around you was listening to. It became an amalgamation of your experiences of things that you wanted to push you to where you wanted to push to. Right. So my mother was like my mother was like an R and B soul person. Wow. And pop. My father was like jazz and funk. Wow. So I came, I came to jazz by way of my father, but I grew up listening to soul music. Mm. We've talked, mm. we, me and you've talked about this before. Even though I'm technically a jazz musician and just a musician, period. Mm-hmm. I really, my roots come from soul music. From soul, right, 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 right. You know, and it's just like it's just like feeding, like watering a plant or feeding, right? Or, you know, feeding, feeding your soul. The music feeds your spirit. Right, right. And if you notice, you have you have memories and everything associated to these. So you have memories associated associated to your parents and everyone else and things you related to. Right. Like almost like a soundtrack. Like a sound. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely to. right. You know that's exactly what it is, man. The this <laughs> it's crazy. The soundtrack. When I think about uh, my childhood, and I start to think about like the eighties. Man, I remember running up and down the street on Homewood Avenue and Biddle and Chase and Eager Street. And I remember specifically being on Central Avenue. And as a kid, I can remember my family outside sitting in chairs laughing. I can remember Anita Baker playing. I can remember Luther Vandross playing. Yeah, I can remember all that stuff, man. It's it's so true. Like that that nostalgia and and just like that birthing ground for like where your memories come from with music you know it's like the backdrop it's like it's in the backdrop of our memories right right? like we can the visual is like we can visualize the the past but when you listen to a song it'll take you back to that backdrop of that scene in our memory yeah very powerful very powerful so, so true. i'm excited i don't get on here much a air on is that whenever yeah. i have a time escape and today right. i dropped somebody off at the airport so i was like let me see this you already know like they say you already you already is <laughs> it's my favorite thing about this whole shit as they say this whole shit it's literally the fact that it's so vibe like that you could like literally just be anywhere anytime look my my mother um if you all 
were here the other day. Uh, last week, my mother was here on the show with me. It was hilarious. Now, my mom doesn't have an iPhone yet. I was riding the car with her, and it was at the end of the show. We were hanging out, and my mother was like, <laughs> I said, Ma, I want you to meet the accountability family. So she's like, hey, y'all. So everybody started talking to her, and then um, she said, what time is this show again? I said, Ma, you know, it's usually 7.30 to 10.30 a.m. She was like, three hours? She's like, people want to talk to you for three hours? She's like, you're my son, and I don't even want to talk to you for three hours. She's like, y'all crazy. <laughs> and what I told her was that I was like, well, you know, the funny thing is, it's because of this app, it's because of this soundtrack, it's because of like the way that this whole environment is. It's literally like podcasting meets live radio meets just chilling on the phone, hanging on three-way on the chat line, party line, you know, meets like Zoom without the video. Like it, it's just this flow so we could just jump in and out. So Dianara, in that flow, it's just always good to see you. I'm just glad to see your beautiful face and to hear about these boys. OMG. Because this family plan is about to be crazy. <laughs> Thank you. You already know. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, it's so overwhelming, but I'm like, dang, it's going to be so rewarding. You know what I'm saying? It is. Like, Let me tell you why. Because again, you know, and I hope Coco comes in before um, we head out. It's the latest in the testimonials that I have as a person who's a musician, who's a teacher, who shares as much as he, you know, can to help people. When you put musical instruments in the home or something that's related to it, you create family structure, you create healthy habits, you create like the ability to give the child a way to express and explore like their creativity. You could do things like teach them skills, like how to deal with their emotions and that kind of thing. Like one of the things that <laughs> that Coco's doing right now is I showed her like some little things that she can play on the keyboard and she's working with her grandchildren, teaching them the difference between like happy and sad feelings and like what they sound like and what to do with them. So even now they go to the piano and she's like, okay, what does it sound like to be happy? And then they start playing real lightly, you know? What does it sound like to be mad? Like, it's a point of reference and it triggers the brain in so many ways. So the absolute best thing you can do is put music into your home with your children. And and if nothing else, and if nothing else, just give them a creative outlet, a creative vehicle. That's it. To be able to express themselves. You know what I mean? Yes. And what will happen is, like with me and even with my children, they'll start developing the correlation between right. how the different things are inter- interchangeable and inter- interconnected. Right. So they'll look at like, you know, you take them to the museum, they'll see how that's connected to music or right. ballet. It's just an exposure to the culture, period. Any kind of culture. Yes. Will inspire them. Yeah, that's so true. So, so true. Oh my gosh, so true. So I'm gonna go ahead and jump off on here, y'all. I stopped my day, but... Thank you for affirming and um, just giving me a positive vibe. I like the fact that you said, Aaron, about the emotion. I'm going to incorporate that in throughout my homeschool day because we do like music first thing in the morning. Yes. So, you know. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Please do, Donna. Please do. We're going to keep um, talking about this every time I'm going to see you just a little bit at a time because. Yeah, it's so much, so much. So, yeah, it's good to see you. 
I'm so glad that you could come through and also hang out. I also want to introduce you. Like, I love this. Right before you go, and for everybody here, quick refresh of the room. First of all, happy birthday, Clubhouse. Y'all, this is one year today. Clubhouse turns one year old today. And what I'm saying to you is what I say every day, right? That's it. Clap that shit up. Is that I'm excited because of the fact that this environment has changed our lives. So happy birthday, Clubhouse. We're celebrating all morning this morning. And then also, I have people who come from all walks of life who are part of my tribe in different ways. So I want to introduce some peeps right here. First of all, if anybody want to come up to the stage, Mariah. Mariah's creation. Yeah, Brittany. Hey, hey. And Ashley, if you'd like to come to the stage, the main goal is to say, hey, just to say what's up to you and your beautiful faces. And we hang out in accountability. I want to introduce my friends, old friends to new friends, old family to new family. So, Craig, this is my good brother, Boss Mobility Life Coach, Brian K. Hill. Brian, Craig, Craig, Brian. Yes, yes. What's up? What's up? Hey, I'm in California right now. I'm working. Yes, yes. Brian. And I really. I realized, oh my God, I think I introduced myself to Aaron Green four years ago. I did. Online. Right. And that's the last name, related. Yeah. So I don't know. Where we are now. Yes. And, uh, exactly. I found out about Clubhouse February 21st. Literally. Mm. What is this? And then I realized, huh, there's some people I know. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. This is so interesting. It's like being on a phone call and everybody else listening to your that's it. I call it three-way three-way calling on steroids. Brian, real quick, I want to introduce you to Dianara, Dianara, Brian, Brian, Dianara. Hi, y'all. Hi. Dianara, are you performing with Aaron at all? Are you guys playing together? Nice. We're working on it. Karen in the background? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Oh, got you, Sanahada. You talking about Sanahada, Amashandra. Yeah. Yeah. Never met her, but I thought, oh, maybe this is the first thing playing Right, right. But anyway, no. I, I'm going to put yeah. myself back on the audience I'm driving, but I want to let you know that I appreciate you thinking of me. And yes, yes. Yeah. I understand even more learning. And I have a fatherhood in 15 uh-huh. um, room. And I thought, why am I in this room? They're having piano. I'm going to be the magic word is this father's like, oh, stay right there. They are dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, yes. I'm going to I'm going to I love it. Let me continue. Right. Yo, man. Oh, man. This is so exciting. It's, first of all, man, it's so good to see you, man. And I'm so glad you were able to pop up real quick. And thanks for popping in. For sure, for sure, for sure, man, everything that you said, this is that place for those connections. And yeah, you're surprised with how many people you know. 
And then also how many people that you know without knowing that you know them because you just run into them. <laughs> and that's who Dianara is. That's who Brittany is. That's who Ashley is. That's who Kendra is and Eric is. I tell people every day when I'm in this app, 99% of the people that I'm hanging out with are people that I've actually met from inside this ecosystem who are my tribe. And we're just in different walks of life, in different places in life. But that's what I love so much about this environment and why I'm shouting it from the rooftops. Because what other environment do you know where you can meet other people and all you're doing is hanging out on the phone? But it's three-way calling on steroids, dropping into different conversations all across the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... Brian, bro, I ain't gonna hold you. I know you gotta, you know, go. I know you got you driving. You can hang out on stage, bro, if you want. You can jump in the audience either way. Continue to be a part of the convo in any way that you like. And man, it's just great to see you. OMG. Whew. Good times, peeps. Good times. I see my friends, Marcy, Eric, Kendra. If anybody like to come to the stage, by all means, you know how it is. All you gotta do is throw up a wave. And if not, you just want this to be the wave in your background, that's all good. Because what I say to you is, first of all, happy birthday to what we got. I guess we are clubhouses or whatever. I don't know what it was. Our, what's our tribe name? <laughs> but happy birthday to all of us because I'm celebrating. I think we all could be celebrating too. Happy birthday to Clubhouse. Clubhouse turns one, two, day. It's crazy, y'all. It's crazy. Also, I want to say hello to the Facebook peeps and the YT peeps, Facebook and YouTube. I want to say hello to D-Love Harrison, who says, good morning, King. Good morning to you, too, D-Love. As always, thanks for coming through. And to my peeps, OMG, let me say good morning to Mariah's Creations. Brittany, good morning to you. How you doing? Everybody say good morning to Brittany. Good morning, Brittany. Good morning, good morning, morning, Brittany. Good morning. Good morning. Great rising, great rising. How you doing? You got the little one with you this morning? Always. Yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> okay remind me of the name again. Remind me of the name. Her name? Yes. Her name is Mariah. That's it. For everybody here, I wanted to let them know that because I have a cousin named Mariah too, so Mariah is a special name to me. Very special. I didn't tell you that yesterday. No, you didn't. Does she spell it the way I spell it? Um, let's see. It's nope. It's I H without the Y. Okay. Are you the Are you the only one that well that you know that spells it that way? Yeah. Dope. Yeah, I spell it that way because it means uh, beloved. Mm. Spell that way. Wow, that is beautiful. Uh, this like, is my beloved Grace. That's her middle name. Oh, is Grace her middle name? Oh, uh, that's beautiful. Oh my goodness. Good morning, beloved Grace. That's crazy. Like it's that's one of those things where just saying that like heals you. <laughs> like just saying right? those two words back to back. Golly. Like I yeah, felt some powerful. right. <laughs> powerful. I felt some stress release. Like just saying that, beloved Grace. Woo. That's dope, Brittany. Thank you. <laughs> How are you feeling this morning? I'm feeling a little bit better. Um, 
got some mucus going on here, but uh, me too. It is not, it is it is like allergy season for me. I'm over here with like a whole damn box of tissues next to me. Yeah, see, I don't usually have um. I don't usually have sinuses or anything. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting better than a little man. Yeah. But yeah, I'm feeling, I'm getting better than I, I'm a lot better than I was a couple days ago. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. Definitely feel you on that. And, you know, I want to say to you again, it's just such a pleasure to have met you yesterday. Like, to be able to, you know, it's one of the things I love about this environment, just being able to meet other people on a journey. And you and I chopped it up yesterday, talking about this compassion stuff, talking about this self-love stuff, you know, and that was a great experience. I'm just so glad to have met you, you know, and that. Um, is that the first time you all have done that? Um, actually, yeah, that was my first time in that room with Doc. Oh, nice. Okay, so so um, did you know Ja before that room? I met, no, I met Ja. Um, so, of course, you're not my member of HeartSpace. So, Ja yeah. comes in and out of HeartSpace. So, I've heard him speak, you know, a couple times on HeartSpace. Right. And um, so, I just followed him into his own room, and it went from there. So Got you. Okay. What it was is um, because I came in and you were a moderator, I didn't realize who like who was the moderators of the room and who wasn't. But then I got the mod pass too, so I. Yeah, I don't know if they meant me to uh, meant to um, make me a mod when I became a mod. I think they were trying to, you know, how you can hit it by accident right. to try to do somebody's profile. I think that's what happened, and they made me a moderator. But right, right, it's right. all good because I'm a moderator on HeartSpace, so it worked out. Speaking of which, can you tell me more about HeartSpace because? Yesterday, when I met you all, that was the first time. Actually, I think I overheard it before, but that was the first time I heard anyone speaking about it. And it was the first time I saw um, this actual um, logo as well. Um, but I find it fascinating already because I'm into the heart, I'm into love, and of course, space. Like, what is this heart space thing about? Right. So, Aaron, you are the definition of heart space. Wow. You speak from your heart. That is speak from your soul. True. You don't speak from your ego. Very much speak so. from, you know. Right. So yeah. you are definitely a, a member already. Boom. You, got me. A member. you got me already. In fact, I'm going, let me go to your profile while we're talking, while you're telling me more about this, because I'm joining this right away. Because I feel you. What you just said. Okay. All right. So tell me more. Hard space. Where? Okay. Well, let's see. Welcome to Hard Space, a space created by the artist, uncut founder of. Protect your heart, a safe space created by spirit where we speak without our, without our avatar. Wow. Look, I'm feeling this already just based off of what you just said to me. <laughs> the name. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Heart space. So, where did this start? What is this about? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I, of course, I just, you know, got on this app. Everything aligned for me. Right, I won't go back. Right. So I um I originally had a an Android. So um I had been wanting this phone for a couple months. And right. you know, I'm the type of person I'm not materialistic. So I wanted it, never thought anything else about it. Christmas came, my mom was like, hey, you want that phone? Right. Um I saw the phone, you know, I'll get it for you because we drew names. 
and her family, and she had my name, so she got me the phone. Okay. So it was, I, I take oh, everything. Shit, I want to join that family right away. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are y'all looking for uh, people to adopt? <laughs> we welcome everybody. We welcome everybody. We, welcome everybody. Uh, we have a, a huge family. But, um, so got the phone, and nothing is by coincidence in life. Um, that's just how I live my yeah. life. Nothing is by coincidence. The people me that's how spirit works that's how god universe whoever you want so i read the line i got the phone and then i found out it was iphone and i was like wow you know so it was meant for me to be on this platform so i our space was one of the first i I downloaded the app and um i never went on it i just downloaded it and then i went and got um Friend of mine did my hair, and she was like, "You need to get on Heart Space." She was like, "Oh, she, no, she was saying you need to get on Heart House." She was like, "I met a lot of people that uh, were talking about the stuff that you talk about and all that." So I got on. Oh, that's so good, baby girl. That's the that's the ultimate Heart Space right there. Heart Space is one of the club first clubs that I went in. Yeah, I knew. Um, as soon as I went into that space, because it's just a knowing, like, right. you know, it's just a knowing, um, everything resonated with me, all his art, like his butterflies. I had been butterfly spirit had really been around me a lot and right. my whole room is butterflies. And so, um, everything with Uncut just resonated with my soul. Mm. Like, this is my tribe. <clears throat> yes, know, yes, yes. You know? Yes, I know that for sure. Yeah, it just went from there. And um, with behind the scenes, they chose me. He chose me as um, one of the people to be one of his moderators. And I just, it just went from there. And I never would have expected that, you know? Yeah. And like, I, it was one of those things like, why me, you know? Right. And then I, and then why, I get why like, not ready, like, why not? <laughs> why not me? There we go. Let's get it. <laughs> right. Like, why not? You ready? Like, you already know. Right. Um, and if you don't know, now you know, Brittany. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yo, real talk. Okay, I love that. Okay, I love this. I love this. I love this. And here's why. My background is that when I got in, on social media, my journey started in 2008. I get on social media. I, I use my gifts and talents and create a company that's a giving nature, a giving nature company from 2008. The 2015, it went from zero to six figures. And from there, where besides what I made as far as a career and a lifestyle off of it, my personality, it, it really connected with. So it came off of a creative idea. So from there, I happened to be like skilled in just seeing niche or creative ideas. As soon as I saw this, as soon as I heard it, with all that I know about just everything from the way things sound to how they resonate with you to you know what they're about like this heart space thing is i'm even just hearing about it i was like oh this is the truth like this is this is going real far because the concept is so dope and i noticed that everyone has the profile pictures um tell me more about that because everybody's profile pic is dope i'm like yo i want one like yeah. <laughs> it's your own it's your your own unique self like, yeah like, so um everybody you don't have to your avatar you know you come into a room hey i'm um, i'm sorry baby i'm sorry 
hey, I'm in, you know, I'm a musician, I'm this, I'm a doctor, right. you know, that's that's Matrix talk. We talk from the soul, from the spirit mm-hmm. um, of what, you know, what's on our heart. And it's a no judgment zone. Right. Like, we're free to express. I've cried on that own platform to my to my tribe. I felt, mm-hmm. you know, open enough and, and not judged or any of that. Yeah. And that's what we are about at HeartSpace. I love it. OMG, I love it. Thank you for sharing that with me. And I'm looking forward to learning more, like, real soon. And I can get you a heart, Aaron. We can get, definitely get you a heart. Oh, oh my gosh. I feel so special. I feel so special. <laughs> okay, so I'm already following the club. And yes, I'm here for all of it. Because, again, I, I see things because of all my experience. I feel things, my intuition and how I see things. I'm like, oh, this is the truth. And there are not many things that I'm, I'm a part of because I'm very strategic and what I'm a part of. This is why I like above my head, you see the AP family because everything you described about heart space and that kind of thing, that's what the AP family is like. That's what this whole vibe is. That's what I'm about. That's what I've been about since I've been in this space in of these internets, streets and all that kind of shit. So yeah, I just get it. So thank you for sharing that with me. And um, I definitely look forward to learning more and also continuing this conversation, too. I want to say what's up to Ashley. Brother Ashley, man, it's good to see you. How you doing? And anybody else would like to come to the stage, come on up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning to Craig. Good morning to my niece, Kendra, and the audience. Yes, yes. Good morning. Good morning, Ashley. Good morning, Kendra. Good morning, Ashley. Quick throwback story. I I worked. I used to work with a uh, artist out of DC named Marcus Johnson. Yeah, and, Marcus Johnson. I know Marcus Johnson. Let's get it. And uh, <laughs> I used to I used to work with him on his team, and I used to have to hire the musicians for his gigs. And right. Stuff. And, you know, he had a gig in Baltimore one day, and one referral to another led me to Craig Austin. Wow. And, <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, I just know that he's like the same L. Jackson from Oakland, yes, Baltimore, because he has bad damn effort on his walk. Let's get it. Let's get so, it. Let's fucking get it. Shout out to Craig Austin. I, I never forgot that dude. We still follow each other on social media. We may not speak all the time, but I, I do follow. You know, yes, yes. Story, so, yes, yes. Respect, man. I respect you, Ashley. I've been saying what you've been doing, too, man. Yeah. Man, I respect, man. <laughs> Yo, Man, thank you so much for sharing that, bro. Golly. Yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, thanks for inviting me into the space. I've been meeting getting here for the past couple of days. I'm glad I got to make this time. I had a moment to jump in. Um, yes, sir. And, you know, thanks for reaching out when you did as well. After that room we did with Aaron Myers. Yeah, um, man. It's been a great room, and you definitely had a great vibe. I definitely listened to some of your music and stuff as well. Man, bro. Broski, thank you, man. Look. We had a great time in Aaron's room, man. And this it's man, I I run into you all, you know, I look specifically for people that are like part of my tribe, like whether I like even when I, you know, don't like before I know them. So I'm looking for things and I come across this Clubhouse Jazz Mastermind room. I come in and you and, and Aaron and the rest of the crew, Elijah and everybody, I'm like, yo, this is dope. And then I see some of my friends, Delandria Mills is in there and I see uh uh, I think Craig, I was telling you, Herb Scott, man, I saw him in the room, man. I'm like, man, y'all were in there doing some just all, all, all good people, man. All good people, man. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I met, I mean, I knew a few people in one of the original rooms, which is why I just ended up staying. 
Uh, oh, okay. But, you know, I, I'm a Howard alum, so. Oh, really? You know, nice. My roots, are, my roots are in D.C. Part of my roots are in D.C. You know, right. with that, the D.C. music scene, I've been connected to, you know, just by working with people like uh, Marcus and also working with April Watts, the radio personality. Yeah. Um, she, had a, she had a TV show a couple of years ago called WHW Rocks. Mm. And it, it, you know, we I basically booked all the talent for the show. Oh, really? And we did about we did about maybe two seasons or a season and a half, and it was a talent competition show that was shown on DC Access Cable, and mm. uh, we did a finals at the uh, the Arc in Southeast, and uh, saw a lot of great talent. You know, wow. and so I kind of kept in touch with a lot of the folks down there. But I mean, I, I'm good friends with like Deborah Bond and you know Elise mm. Perry and. Um, you know, a lot of my Howard Gospel Choir folks are doing right. a lot on the gospel scene. Um, you know, wow. they just entrepreneurs and everything. So, you know, like I said, Kendra down there, her mother is like one of my big sisters from the, from the choir. Her mom's an amazing vocalist. Kendra's an amazing vocalist from from Morgan. She's graduated from Morgan State. Wow. And, uh, MSU, baby. Yeah. MSU. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. But, uh, you know, I've, I've been doing a lot in entertainment for a lot of years. Um, yeah. Working on my next single, which is coming out next month on April 23rd. Dope. It'll be on oh, all the nice. streaming outlets. That's five days before my birthday. Let's get it. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll be uh, rolling out that campaign in the next week or so. So I'm just preparing for that. And uh, I got two singles ready to go for this year. That'll be coming between the spring and the summertime. And uh, yeah, man, just trying to stay active. Um, yeah. Looking, looking forward to the world opening back up slowly but surely. Um, right, right, last right, year, right. as a performer, you know, everybody, whether it was private or public sector, mm. everybody's work has been canceled. Everybody right. had to kind of find a pivot. Right. And I just got my pivot, you know, but this pivot was a good pivot. So yeah, I'm actually launching another business where, um, you know, when I say private sector, you can joke and call a lot of us wedding musicians, wedding singers, or whatever. Yeah. You know, because a lot of our work is in that private sector. Mm-hmm. Um, so last year, you know, just like public concerts and stuff were canceled, so were wedding receptions because most of us that are in that space are used right. to playing country clubs, right. hotels for 100 to 200 people at a time for a four hour, five hour reception. Right. But right. people were still getting married. So I'm like, how can I still stay in that space? Right. Well, I just. My, the uh, other female singer in my band, she was an inspiration. We both became licensed wedding officials now. So mm. we can now marry people. So, wow. <laughs> hey, yo, hold up. I call that's, that's a pivot for real. And then, yo, that's, so, yo, pivot. I call that shit adding branches to the tree. Yo, I love it, right. yo. I love it. So, so I mean, you know, all, all the all the Reverend Ash jokes are, are kicking in right now. I mean, you know, everybody's got jokes. But, you know, it's just like now I can marry people. So I'm, I started a new company that I'll be launching in the next week or so. It's called Wedding Serenade. So not only what? my wedding services, but yes, I can also serenade it. them for their ceremonies. So. Yes, yes. Bro, yeah. look, okay. So one of the things that I say, and, and one, Mariah mentioned something a few minutes ago that made me think about this. I always say serendipity plus intention equals life, y'all. And, and that's just, that's my philosophy with just how all this stuff unfolds. In fact, it's one of the things I like about this environment so much because it's such a demonstration of that. So I launched a concept uh, last year called Street Serenades. And it was a response in the same way. I love this. I love this. I love this. Because you're adding branches to the tree 
you know, like like Craig said, and I talk about all time, this pivot life, bro. When the world quote unquote opens back up, man, we all go back to this world and go out into this world like with new innovations, with with new like branches to our tree, you know? Yeah. Like in an elevated way. Like it's crazy. It's so crazy, you know, but that's why I'm happy that like during this time, my strengths come out the most. I'm an optimist. I'm a person that's a glass half full. Always, always. Craig can tell you, always. I'm always a cat that's like, I don't give a damn, but the whole damn world blows up. I'm like, all right, let's see. Even though it blew up, I'd be like, all right, Craig, here's what we could do. I'd be, I'd be like trying to figure out a master plan. <laughs> like, so when I hear about like, pivots and that kind of thing, and this year, you know, this past, this past year, I immediately moved into pivot mode because it's naturally for me. You know, in fact, it's it's creativity for me. So when I hear other people that have found pivots or have added to their formula, man, I'm just I just celebrate it so much, man. So I'm excited. Hey, look, them reverend ass jokes, like that's a good that's a good problem to have right there. <laughs> right, right. You know, the funniest one yet was somebody said somebody said to me. When I, when I do my first ceremony and I first say, dearly beloved, they said, don't start saying a monologue, let's go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're Prince fans. And I was like, okay, that's, yeah. that's a real hard one to throw at. If you do, bro, from there, you just have to go straight into a musical performance, too, and just right. go ahead. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know. Oh man, yo, that's classic, man. That's classic. No, but I'm I'm really glad to hear about that, man. And and I'm just glad to hear about the the pivots, the movements forward. You know, my philosophy is this: what doesn't break you makes you. And honestly, through this time, with as much empathy as I have for us, with all the things that we've been through and all the losses, the thing is, we are being forced to grow at this point. We're being forced to look at ourselves. There's no more excuses. Like you say, Craig, it's like it's the hard reset, you know, it's just the time to really dig in. So, you know, I always say life is like a roller coaster. You can experience it with your hands up, screaming in exhilaration or balled up, cringing in fear. And a wave is a wave. It's either going to just wipe you out and come crashing down on you or you're going to learn how to surf and ride the momentum of it. Ride that motherfucker. So. Man, kudos to you, man, just for how things are unfolding, you know. And Thanks, just, man. Man, no doubt, man. No doubt. And I also want to introduce everybody to Ashley. Everybody, let's open up our microphones and say good morning to Ashley, those that didn't get the opportunity to. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yep. Good morning, Ashley. Yes, Ashley. Good morning, good morning. Ashley, this is for you. H, you, you know. <laughs> yes yes oh man such a good time family everybody let's open up our microphones and say a huge good morning to tanisha 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 What's going on, Tanisha? What'd it be? What'd you say? I was just saying, what's up? How y'all doing? I'm just, you 
doing all right, doing all right, you know, you know, doing all right, chilling, as they say, chilling. <laughs> Look, I want to know who was the first person to say chilling like a villain. Like, who was the first person to say that? Chilling like a villain on penicillin. <laughs> oh, man. You ever think about that? You just want to find like the first person that says certain things. Like, who? my uncle says, chilling in the cut like a mandate. Chilling in the cut like a like a mandate. Yo, that, that's the classic saying, yo. That's the classic ones. I got a friend from Texas who kind of has like some pimp style saying. So right. I'll call him up and say, What's going on, bro? He goes, Oh, you know, slow motion, slow motion in the pot, just trying to keep the water hot. Yo, well, you got the classic, no, I can't call it. I might spoil it. Like, it's just like. <laughs> it's that old man wisdom. <laughs> oh my gosh. I often think about that. I'm like, that's is that who we are? Like that's is that who we be when we grow up, you know, when we grow up, grow up. And I always trip because people, you know, you have like people speaking, they speaking in codes, you know. You got that old man code, that old woman code, you know. Like you ever think about like how you got you see two old men, especially in the black community, you see two old men. And if they're passing by each other, they come outside, maybe they live next door to each other. You see them, they say hi to each other. They say everything but hello. <laughs> like they literally are like, hey, what you say there? Yeah, young blood. I don't know, man. I can't call out my smaller. Well, you know what they say. If the frog ain't jumping today, then the sky ain't turned blue. What? Yo, and that's a whole conversation. Or it's, or it's all in the head nod. <laughs> right. It's all in the head nod. It says everything. Everything. And if you're driving, if you're driving down the street, so back in the day, not too long ago, before things got really crazy in the world, right. my, my friend made a point. He said, in the summertime, if you drive down any street with a group of people, you toot your horn, peek at them, and just wave your hand. Right, right. Everybody's gonna wave their hand like they know you. <laughs> yes. And we yes. drove around a little bit, just trying to be funny, right, and laughing at ourselves. And we rolled down the street. And we just toot the horn. Everybody, we raised our hand in there, and everybody raised their hand in the air. Yes, right. yes, yeah. yes, right. But they were kind of like, look, like we really know that. Do we really know that, right, right? <laughs> well, they just did it because that's the natural reflex. Yo, that's so hilarious. I literally did that too as a kid. We used to do that. We would we would drive by people. And we would say something that was vague, but like just relative enough to to you know get the person to say hello. Like, hey, what you, what's going on, cousin? I ain't seen you, man. Like, hey. And the person, like, before they even realize what they're talking to, they already like, hey, I ain't seen you too. Wait a minute, do I even know you? Fuck. <laughs> oh man, that's that. You know, but that's how we are, you know. But you got them classic old man sayings, you got that classic community. That's what I love so much about community, you know, in general amongst us. Because, you know, when you nail it right, like we come together under some funny shit. Oh my gosh. Tanisha, you still driving to work? You still driving to work? <laughs> you should know me by now. Absolutely. <laughs> How long is your commute in the morning? I don't think I've ever asked you that. How long is your commute? 45 to an hour. Ah, gotcha. 45 to an hour. And you're going, and, and that's in what direction you're driving from, 
from where to where? From south to north. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I haven't been able to catch the show because I've been, you know, working on so many things much earlier in the morning. Right. But today I'm, I'm, I'm you know, getting in a little bit later. So I'm like, oh, I'm going in there today. Right. Today. That's what I'm talking right. <laughs> my, my ass is tuning in. Look, I love that, Tanisha, because, you know, you were one of the first people that in this environment, in these last 90 days, like in the earlier part, when I was just, hey, good morning, I'm your accountability partner. It was, you were one of the first people that was like, wait a minute, were you late today, nigga? Like, do you know I've been looking for you for five minutes? What the fuck? And I was like, oh my God, Tanisha, thank you so much. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, you know, I'm curious, like, when I, when when I think about your driver, you got forty five minutes to an hour drive, and I I I know how I use my drives. You know, my drives are like I don't know about y'all, but like my drives are most of the time just like meditative. They're quiet. They're probably one of the only times where I really feel like like I'm in my sanctuary. I'm in my quiet place. Tanisha, is that like that for you? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. So, since I haven't been able to tune in, um, I've definitely been doing that in the morning and in the evening. Um, but normally in the evening, that's my time to kind of wind down right. before I go into mommy mode. Because once I walk in the house, you know, my daughter is like, hey, what's up, sis? Right. <laughs> this is what's going on today. <laughs> um, so, it's definitely fresh time for that part. So, yeah. Um, it's my time for my meditation, my prayer, one on one conversation, right. how to figure out what I'm doing for the day. Right. You know, right. yeah. You know, drive time for me is like, man, it's, it's some of the best time as far as like self care, like real talk. You know, whether it's just taking a moment to be quiet or like really all the things that you mentioned, I definitely feel the same way. Feel the, so before you started listening to this show, what you know what did you listen to like you know some another uh like a podcast or did you listen to music mostly like what was what was that that drive like for you um oh nothing um oh shit so, oh, i really feel special now Damn. yeah nothing that's, Just, why, that's why i needed you to be on time ah now i get <laughs> it now i get why i felt uh like you know, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. No, 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 no. No, no I'm just but, saying in a good um, way. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, um, so the crazy thing is my very first car, um, yeah. my very first car that I had um, was like a Toyota um, Avalon, right. but I didn't have a video. So um, <laughs> I would drive around with no radio and I would literally be on shuffle myself like I would sing random songs or mm-hmm. that was just my quiet time right so mm-hmm. even, even now with uh you know a better car and radio and mm-hmm. you know all that your bells and whistles I literally don't listen to anything else sometimes mm-hmm. um just out of the habit of not having one right um, right, so right 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 I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> and then so 
about what you were doing. I was like, oh, okay. So it became a part of my routine. That's why I was like, but he need to be on time today. So right. Just, just a little bit of trip before I got a clock in it. <laughs> I love it. You know, the other thing that, that this says to me, too, and it, it makes so much sense, is um, you and I use our drive times for similar reasons. And, and it's funny because how you said, since you didn't have sound, then pretty much it gave you quiet time. It gave you time to be in your head, you know, to, I can imagine, you know, like you say, being your prayer meditation time, you know, working things out, working through plans. So it's interesting because I'm the same way. So basically this show just literally represents what you already do, but like in live form with a bunch of other people and a, and a cool ass beat in the background. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I love that shit. Oh man, I love that shit. <clears throat> Golly, Tanisha, it's always good to chop it up. Oh my gosh, always good to see you. And your words validate me, and I just want to tell you that from the bottom of my damn heart. From the bottom. Or as they say, from the bottom of my heart to the depths of my soul. (laughs) OMG. Brother Eric. It's good to see you, fam. Everybody, let's open up our microphones and say good morning to Eric Harrison. If you're there, bro, you might be taking over the world. Oh, there you go, Eric. It's all good. said that too thank you bro and i'm glad and i'm glad you said that because i received that first of all bro and it's always love i always appreciate you in that way and especially because i could not be a more proud papa on the birthday of this you know the the mother right the the mothership today clubhouse turns one y'all clubhouse turns one two freaking day and I'm proud, bro, and I'm excited. Like, I'm just, I'm grateful, bro. It, <laughs> I mean, well, you've leveraged this space like crazy, bro. Like, and, and, and actually, and I think a lot of people 
people in this space will, will agree you've leveraged this space in such a way where you've taught others how to do it as well. Yes, sir. So that's powerful. Yes, sir. That's Thank so you. powerful. So now you've not only given us a place to, to relax in the mornings, but also you've given us a, a, a short type of way to line our pockets as well, man, mm. while doing what we love to do. So Thank you, brother. Salute again, bro. Thank you, man. Powerful. Brother to brother, man, you know, I appreciate you, man, because I see you as a mirror, you know, and as, as I do the other family here. And it's why I never question my intentions. I never question my intentions. I never question my actions. And I'm I rather fail than to regret never trying. But because I know law of attraction, because I know. I'm a manifesting generator. I just found this out the other day. I'm just starting to study HD, human design, and I've been told I'm a manifesting generator. And I'm quite sure that a lot of you all are too, because again, it's that same thing. I just, I'm aware that if you have something, then that means that it's for someone else too. And y'all know, like I always say, if you're not one person's cup of tea, don't worry about it because you're someone else's full course meal. So I appreciate you, bro. And thank you so much for that love, man. It really means a lot. Yeah, hey, by the way, uh, Coco had a room yesterday that was just, man, what the, probably the one room you didn't show up in, but man, it was it was dope. And uh, mm. I'm, I'm going to let, let her talk about it. Cause you know what? I always got to prime her up. She won't even talk about it. Hopefully she can't talk. But, Coco, so talk about it. Thank you, Eric. Listen, uh, I appreciate you. That room was fire, but my grandkids want to say hi to my friends. Like, Grandma, who Let's you get it. Yes. Oh, yes. Hi. I'm Maya. Hi. Everybody, let's say hi, Maya and Kofi. Hi, Maya, Kofi. Oh, hi, my God. Hi, Maya, Kofi. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Are, are they still there, or did they did they did they leave? Yeah, Kofi was was talking. He just said I was playing with my cars yesterday. What did you say, Kofi? I was playing with my cars yesterday. Uh huh. Yesterday. Uh -huh. I had a party yesterday. Now I'm playing with my truck. You were playing with your truck? I came in my toy car. Your toad car? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my. Mania, I'm buying my pink car. Your pink car as well? Yeah. That is amazing. Okay, Kofi my left now, so we're good. Oh go. my gosh. I wanted <laughs> Maya has oh I wanted to oh my goodness. How old is Maya? Okay. I wanted to ask her how old she was. Uh, she just can. left. They just closed the door. They're <laughs> done with you people. That's how it is. Kids, that's exactly how kids are. You have them, and then they'll be like, all right, we're done now. And, and five, four, three, two, one. Okay, we're done. Off. You ever notice how, like, when you when it, when your kid is doing something, like, that you find funny or amazing, you're like, oh, my gosh. And then as soon as you ask them to do that for someone else, it's like crickets. They just, they just like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't do that. 
<laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Thank you for accommodating me um, and, and for letting me interrupt your moment, Eric. I appreciate it. Oh, there was no interruption at all. Look, that was that was the perfect segue. That was the moment. What are you talking about? <laughs> what I had to say didn't mean that no way you do that. See, that's what sisters do. They know you ain't about to talk about that. So I'm gonna go ahead. <laughs> OMG, Coco, Ness, I definitely want to know about this. And Brother Ken, if you were there, were you there too, Ken? Were you in Coco's room? Well, I had the privilege of getting there early. Right. So, so, so me and Coco chopped up a little bit, but I did hang out a little bit as the room started to fill. Yeah. Um, and, and to Eric's point, like, I'm not even going to spoil it. I'm going to let her talk. But I'll, I will say this. It was an impromptu room that she just opened. Yeah. Just randomly. Yeah. And, and, and as you say, serendipity meets intention. <laughs> so I'm going to follow back. I just want to yeah. say so. Wait I'm going to leave the floor up to Coco. Wait a minute. OMG. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> oh my gosh. And I wasn't doing that as a hint. <laughs> it was really clear in my throat. OMG. Okay. So let me tell you. So yesterday I didn't get a chance. I'll tell you, I'm not out here in these clubhouse streets. If I'm not in your rooms, yes, your beautiful faces, your rooms. If I'm not in your rooms, I'm not here in these streets, except for Sunday after the town hall. When I'm checking out what's going on from a business and marketing standpoint, from a strategy standpoint, from a psychology standpoint, blah, blah, blah. And so I'll go and find small places to meet new people that are basically family. But so I'm saying all that to say last night, I didn't get a chance to jump in the room. I did get a chance to hear Coco speaking even in the, um, the Women Matter uh, debate room yesterday. And I was like, OMG, and I couldn't stay long. So, and that was amazing. So I can only imagine Coco, O-M freaking G. If you have a second, can you please tell me about your room yesterday? Because you know the hell I want to know. Oh, it was an interesting, really beautiful room. And the fellas showed up, man. They showed mm. up and they showed out. It was, um, oh gosh, I forget the title now because I'm on to the next title. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> doing some brainstorming. Was it? it was, now, I think I remember the title. Okay, go ahead. You got creating it. meaningful monologues and, and better, better, bitter, bitter poems, poems, right? Meaningful monologues and better, bitter poems. Ama, I wish you were there. Um, and so the concept wow. of that is, to, is, is really art therapy, where as artists, we can use our poetic voice, yes. our music, our theater background to really bring um people into a space of healing that is not so clinical mm. um, and using um again these these beautiful art forms as a way to unpack some pain um and leave people you know with a breath of fresh air um so that we can get truthful and and transparent but we can also share our triumphant um ideas um and leave you know <clears throat> clues and keys and right. from that night um i've been tr trying to figure out how to do this other part it's one of a couple of eric's friends dr o or whatever was in the room right. and uh we're kind of be collabing on another room eric you think i should share what our our working title is right now or should i stay on the hunt because yeah, all these people probably gonna be a part of it so let's get it <laughs> please, share. please share. okay i am so excited <laughs> tanisha you gotta come 
I mean, it's going to be fun. It's going to be called, or we're working on a title, right? But right now, I'm looking at what the heck is it called again? Oh yeah, I'm so dyslexic. I forget my own titles. It's all um, good. It's all good. I, oh yeah, cigar scripts and red bottom readings. What? Oh my God. Right. No, you didn't do that properly. It's it's actually <laughs> Yeah. Yo, that's fire. Imagine people just coming in and you know they've got their stokies and their cute outfits on. And I really see this as a live event one day, but we're gonna do it yes. in a clubhouse. And we're really just gonna pick evocative scripts, either ones that we write or ones that we find, go back to Langston Hughes, poems and mm. things like that. We're gonna ask people to just come in and read something. Uh there'll be those of us that are on the stage that are gonna be, you know, either the you know, just cold readings of these plays and these monologues right. or these poems. And each piece will have a theme um, and then we'll unpack that theme. Wow. So, stuff that I've been doing with youth all these years, but of course I couldn't call it Cigars and Red Bobs because they were in high school. But... <laughs> <laughs> right, that'll be uh, the, the 20, you know, I say after this, it'll become right. common. In the <laughs> right. But it was, it was, we were talking, you know, it was brainstorming last night. Yeah. And um, one of the gentlemen, I forget his name, Eric, you know the gentleman's name? He was saying, you know, this would be really nice in a, mm. in a, uh, uh, men. Uh, Mr. Dayton, I believe. Mr. Or Mr. Like Dayton. Yeah, Mr. Dayton. And I and all of a sudden I had this vision of an, a scar bar. Mm. And people are what I I I worked with a theater company um, a couple of years ago as an apprentice with them, and she had these things called reading readings and wineries. Mm. Where guests would come to a winery, they had various actors in the room. You didn't know who the actors were, mm. and people could actually take a script when they first came in and sign up to be a role to play a role or read a role on the script even though there were professional actors in the room mm. and so you're having wine and you're having conversation and all of a sudden the play would start mm -hmm. and it was just this live beautiful and normally with them it was more comedy and very light-hearted stuff yeah but you know me i'm gonna take it to the next level and go to you know some deep stuff hey, uh, so that's hey, the yeah. concept mm. is to invite people into these spaces that you normally wouldn't think are therapeutic right and like and the idea of we're going to talk about some tough stuff in the lap of luxury um we're wow. going to unpack our pain oh, in a beautiful wow. place Wow. Um, and 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 be accountable to one another and comforting at the same time, um, and 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 enjoy it and 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 breathe and smoke a stoky. We talk about I, some shit. You might as well have some bourbon. You know what listen, I'm talking about? Oh, let me. I just got one question. Do y'all hear this shit? Oh my gosh, yo, this fire, fire, far as my father would say, far. <laughs> As my dad would say, this is far, like both literally and figuratively. And here's the crazy part, serendipity plus intention. Once again, my cousin Caesar, Caesar is heavy into cigar culture. He it's, it's like at the crux of his life. In fact, earlier um, on the show, um, a couple mornings ago, 
I actually mentioned to him that he should start the concept here called the cigar room. And it was just based around, you know, me, Coco, like I'm thinking about a person's attributes, their characteristics, just how it all comes together. And so with who he is, comedy, cigar life, culture, the whole nine. So anyway, just saying that to say that from that aspect of the literal, like, okay, we're smoking this cigar or like, you know, that's, but I, I, I literally think this is, this is amazing. Like you say, bringing something to an environment where we, you, you wouldn't normally expect it to be therapeutic. But the truth of the matter is, you know where some of the best therapy is? And this is why I told my cousin to start the cigar room. It's around things like the cigar room. It's around the barbershop. It's around the bar. It's around these places where, honestly, some of the best in not only conversations, but unpacking happens. So I like what you, I love what you're saying. Amazing, Coco. Absolutely amazing. Anybody else have anything to share? I just, I'm just over here. I told you, I'm, man. That's why I'm I shut up. Like, yeah, I had to shut up. I was like, yo, it's, I mean, and, and, and the part that she said about, you know, the therapy and, and luxury actually being in one space. Right. That's, right. Because, because what's so cool about that, you, you feel you, you can share, you can open up easier right. that way, you know, right. Right. instead of like a cold office or, you know what I'm saying? It's yes. like, yes. it's like, man. It opens up the possibilities, you know. It opens up the possibility. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. You know, this is the other thing I love about it. So when you mentioned, Coco, when you mentioned that example just now of the people that would come in and you would grab the script, the immediate thing that I thought about was that's right brain at that point, because that element of being in the moment and participating, that intention that you're setting to be in the moment and participate in that way, it allows you we talked about it yesterday on here when we were talking about self-parenting and reparenting we were talking about the right brain. And I was, I was saying um, that when, when I look at that side, that creative side, that imaginative side, this is how we take our mistakes and turn them into masterpieces. It's that, it's that right brain. It's, it's that side of participating and allowing your imagination to go beyond your situation, allowing yourself to, take, you know, shit and turn it into sugar, you know, to take some lemons and turn it into lemonade, like real talk. So I like what you're saying, Coco, because those, that kind of thing coming together, like the spontaneity of it, the very much in the moment aspect of it, the let your hair down, because you're not thinking about like some kind of serious thing, but yet the undergirding of it though, it's very serious and it's and it's very strategic. I love it, Coco. I just wanna I just wanna tell you that. I think it's amazing. I think it's absolutely amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I've been looking for an evocative uh way to describe what I wanna do with yeah. theater and music and, and even comedy and things like that. But to be intentional with our healing, because yeah. life doesn't happen um you know, it's it's not planned, it's surprise. Mm -hmm. It's you know, it's, it happens in the moment. Mm -hmm. So if we can heal in the moment too, and make it a lifestyle, or no matter where we are, we also know how to self-soothe and relax yeah. and live and cry and speak and, you know, right. um, 
that I think is 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 is, is vital, right? Then then self care becomes a lifestyle. Self care becomes a lifestyle. There's a room for you, Coco. <laughs> How to turn self care into a lifestyle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I don't. I don't need any more ideas. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, she's. She, she's in. That, that so help I was just about to say this. This is. This moment was brought to you by FYF, and if you don't know what FYF is, that means that your ass just got here in the last thirty days. Because when when I started this concept, accountability partners, I used to always say, you know, we're talking about what can we stand in accountability with with each other, and so now we do it, and we do it in so many uh, ways. And so I think about that. Coco's trying to finish her food right now. She's trying to finish her food on her plate. Go, Coco. Finish your damn food. <laughs> yeah, and you guys keep keeping on more. You want some pie? You want some Exactly. And so, and this is one of those things where it's, it's what I love um, about it, the imaginative and the creative mind. All of us as creatives, this is the beauty of it. Your mind is limitless. So honestly, you're always going to think of way more ideas than you'll ever be able to execute in one lifetime. One of the things that I'm actually doing now is when I have ideas, I actually have a whole series that's actually on my YouTube channel just called Idea Giveaways. And it's literally when I have ideas and it's understanding not only about the abundance of life, but also thinking about my bottom line, which is actually to make the world a better place and to know that I only have one life and I can only do so many things. So, of course, there's many ideas that I have that I execute or I store in a vault or I shoot to the team to execute and that kind of thing. But even beyond that, though, and that's I told Coco that Coco has this ability to come up with acronyms. I was like, you need your own app. And it's just the the uh, acronym generator by Coco's brain. <laughs> So I love it. I love it, family. And I love this idea. I also want to do a quick reset of the room. I want to say good morning to Eunice, Jana, Sanahada. And yes, we are here. If you'd like to come to the stage, by all means, throw up a wave, come to the stage. Let's say, hey, there's a few changes this morning, actually. Um, my cousin Caesar, who's usually here with us, is not here this morning. And then also our BPS spotlight. One thing is from another country. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, waiting on him to come in, and it's gonna be a great time too. Can't wait. And so, with that, let's flow into our segment with Sherry. Now, <clears throat> in order to flow into our segment with Sherry, I want everybody to open up your microphones and let's say a huge happy birthday to Sherry. Happy birthday, Sherry! Happy birthday, girl. Happy birthday, Thank you so much, everyone. Happy 21st birthday. Yes, happy birthday. OMG, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sorry, I had to pop out. I have to actually, I'm getting ready. I'm, I'm not going to be able to stay long because right. I got it. My daughter's taking me out this morning for Manny Petty's event. Yes, yes. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> What's happening? Everything is good. You, it's your birthday. 
It's your B Earth Day, your trip, your revolution around the sun. Yes, go, Shawnee. It's your birthday. <laughs> it's so, your birthday. <laughs> so, being the founder of the 40 ish and over club, the women's 40 ish, are you 40 ish and over? Is that your birthday? Are you, are you celebrating 40 ish and over today? 40 ish and over, at least for another few years. But, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. What's on your mind today? I mean, I can only imagine, you know, you wake up you're thinking about life, thinking about the fact that this is where it all started, you know? <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm super grateful um, just to be here, right? Yeah. You know, um, you know, just I'm, I'm just grateful to wake up this morning and, and be around to see another another year. And yeah. Excited about the things that are unfolding, and yeah, that, mm -hmm. that's, that's it. I just want to remain in a place of gratitude today. I love that. I love that. So you know, being you know with the time and and even with our normal kind of flow here, um, we're not going to go hard into you know refresh. We'll just say that today you all could join us 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For our Refresh Wednesdays, every Wednesday we have what we call Refresh Wednesdays, and that's where Sherry and I chop it up with as many people as possible over the course of an hour to help you with your brand and with your business, any questions that you might have. So join us today, 3 p.m. for that, 3 to 4 p.m. So besides that, Sherry, this is your birthday. <laughs> what do you eat? What do you... What are you gonna eat this morning? Like you, you said you're going out for. Um, did you say what exactly what food you're going out for, or are you just going out? To, to no, um, we're gonna probably grab some breakfast, and uh, what I really have a taste for yeah. is some uh, lox and bagels, bagels and lox uh, with some capers. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get it. Um, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So I don't know, and then. Uh, I think I'm going out for green beer later on this afternoon. <laughs> you said for what? For green beer. Okay. What the hell is green beer? Because I don't actually know. Well, well, Patrick's Day, come on now. Right. Help him out, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, and to have a birthday on St. Patty's Day. Mm -mm. Great. Yeah, it's completely lit. I, You know, I, I love my birthday because it's on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Um, I had a coworker one time from Boston, and her birthday was also on St. Patrick's Day. And um, like she said, we thought that growing up that everybody was celebrating us every year. <laughs> we didn't know that St. Patrick's Day was like a thing thing. Right. <laughs> right. Especially in Boston, because they go all out for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, really? Yeah, Boston, yeah. Chicago. Um, one year, I did go to Chicago for my birthday because I wanted to see them die the river green. They died. They died the river green in Chicago. That's right. I have heard that. I have yeah, heard it's, that. It's really fun. So I am putting on my St. Patrick's Day socks and my shirt, and I'm celebrating my birthday. That's what's up. I love that. Love that. Okay, so you know, I know we gotta let you go. No, we gotta let you go. Yeah. <laughs> But I can only imagine like hitting this birthday, hitting this this revolution. You know, we think back, we think forward. Is there anything on your mind now that you think about 
going forward this year that's kind of like on your mind as far as like okay even if it even if it's just the fact that because it's your birthday it just made you think about your life in this way is there anything that you're thinking about that's important to you you know in this next revolution from here to the next one honestly it's always about making sure that each year is better than the last right um i take that really seriously right um I'll pull the refresh because I got my birthday socks on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yes. I love it. <laughs> I love um, it. But yeah, I, I uh, it. it's, it's really important to me and, and particularly, you know, um, for, for the reasons that are obvious, you know, but yeah. qu- quitting my job, like I didn't set out on this to, to fail. Right. So every year, I feel like I, I have to get better. It has to get better um, in some way than it, than the previous year, even if it's in the smallest way. And yeah. I make that my goal. I love it. And Sherry, there's one more thing that I want you to realize. If you look right uh-huh. above your head and you look at the title of this room, it's another reason to be so special. Hey, Oh my we God. share a birthday. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. yeah. How cool and you is just, that? Thank you so much for my birthday wishes. Thank you, Queen. Yes, yes. Thank you, everyone. Ken, I love your new picture. Where were you? You look like you were at something formal. Million bucks, you know, baby. You know, I was at some special place with some special people. Let me tell you. Hold on, let me tell you my favorite part about what Ken just said. When you're so smooth that you know how a brother is smooth when he starts off a sentence with, well, you know, I, you know what he, when he, when he, ah, when he you know, you know how I do, you know, I was just, wasn't. and then, and then it just keeps going down from there as far as like, it's not that serious. Like, well, you know how I do, you know, ain't nothing, just. Just hanging out with a few people, you know, having a few, you know, drinks, just a few millionaire conversations. Right, right, right. You know, I was just hanging out with the Obamas. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Just yes, yes. Let me find out you got the smoking jacket. Right. With the, with the what, is, what do you call the scarf? Um, uh, Ascot. 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 Thank you. Get it. Right. Slow. Right, right. Come on, Sherry. Come on, Sherry. That's hilarious. Love it. Yeah, I love it. Oh my gosh. Oh man, that's what's up. Okay, Sherry. So we know we gotta let you what go, so you can yeah. get your eat on. So. I'm so excited. Let's get it. Let's get it. Um, but let's 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 chat for like I got like. Four minutes. Yeah, four minutes. Okay, okay. What else else you want to talk about? Well, one thing I want to do is I want to reintroduce you to Jana. Were you here the other day when Jana came in? Have you have have you been here with Jana? I have briefly, and she um popped into my room the other day. And thank you so much for popping in. Yes, Um, yes. Yeah, I'm excited because Sunday we're doing another room, and this week for self care Sunday, it's all about caregivers. Mm, all about caregivers. Yeah, and I have um, it is well with my soul. She is coming in to talk about um, caregivers and to tell her story around taking care of her sister who had breast cancer and mm. 
Uh, and just why it's important for us as caregivers to take care of ourselves mm. um, you know, with aging parents or ill loved ones or whatever it is, but we have to take care of ourselves too. Yes, 100%. I love that. And that's the portion over. You know, I mean, we do talk about business stuff and all of those things too, but the thing about the 40 ish and over is that we gotta. You know, we're you're kind of in that sandwich generation where you're taking care of yourself and the people around you too. Right. Um, you got your kids, uh, you know, and then you got your parents or elders, and uh, you know, it's a, it's a it's a different space to be in. So. Right. Hundred percent. I I agree with you on that, Sherry. This is exciting because this is week two of Women Forty Ish and Over. This is week two of your new series, your new flow you know, your new consistency. I'm excited about it. Week one, emotional eating, off to a great start. And here we go talking about caregiving. And this is really, really powerful. Um, so I'm excited yeah. about that. Um, what can you tell us what time Sunday um, to look out for? And then the name of it again. Yeah, so Sundays are self-care Sundays at 3 p.m. Um, and we do various topics and then throughout the week we'll be doing other topics so I'm still adding them and um, I'm gonna do email marketing tips for um, having a successful e-newsletter right. but yeah we'll, you know we'll do some everything so Sundays 3 p.m that's that's in stone please join me yes yes well Sherry I love your socks and uh <laughs> And yes, this is exciting. I hope that you get your birthday off to an amazing start. So everybody, let's open up our microphones. Let's wish Sherry an amazing day today. Have a great day, Sherry. I can't wait to see you again. I'll try to do this someday. All right. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Make it a great day. Yes, yes. All right. Love you guys. Much love, Sherry. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Yes, yes. And so I'm excited about this. we also have, in a few minutes, in fact, I just saw him pop in, Femi Olukoya, who is actually our BPS Spotlight today, running a bit behind, supposed to be around nine, and here we go. So now we're moving forward. I want to refresh the room. I want to say hello again to Marcy, Eunice, Femi, Jana. We're going to say good morning to you again in a few seconds and check in. Of course, Ken, Brittany good brother Craig. And so with that, everybody, let's quickly open up our microphones and let's say good morning to Jenna. Good morning, Jenna. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for that. And uh, brother Femi, I'll be pulling you up in a few moments. It's so good to see you. Thanks so much for coming through. Can't wait to talk to you. Yes, yes. Jenna, how are you this morning? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I, uh, just got out of the gym, heading into the office. Yes, yes. Um, still continuing to fall in love with myself. Yes, 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 and yes. That seems to be working. Yes. Well, let me tell you, with those steps that you that you're taking now, like literally as we speak, and the ones that you just took before that, you know, with getting to the gym, with working out, with getting out, getting the fresh air, that kind of things, just those healthy habits and starting a day like that. You are really continuing to keep this thing, like you said, loving yourself, <laughs> loving yourself, loving yourself. I love it, Jenna. 
<laughs> what was today's flow as far as um, today's flow as far as you know moving the body as far as the movement where you uh, was it a treadmill walking day was it a CrossFit day was it what kind of day was it well today was a uh, today was the elliptical on like 12 resistance yes yes I'm a huge fan of the elliptical machine OMG <laughs> You know, it's a whole body workout. You know, whole body workout. And the elliptical is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> Jenna, is this is this a regular for you? Um, is like the elliptical one of your regular exercises? Um, yeah, that that one, and then I I have recently started the freaking stair climber. I, I was just about to ask you. I was <laughs> Man, I did 30 minutes of that the other day, and I was like, wow, I couldn't believe myself. And then, you know, it. I was talking to this girl, because, like, this girl, she's like, oh, well, I want to work out. You know, I want to do that stair stepper. Yeah. I'm like, girl, let's go ahead and just start. Let's just go ahead and start with incorporating the mindset at yeah. first, right? Like, she's, she, I mean, I'm like, I haven't, I didn't just start doing this. I was like, girl, take it easy on yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, no, no, you're no. I mean, she's like, I got a Peloton, but, you know, she can't get on that yet. Right. I'm like, girl, all you got to do is start incorporating your life in the first 30 days. Yes. Get active. Just go outside. Get active. Just yes. incorporate. Oh, I got I to gotta get my gym bag together. Oh, how am I going to make sure I go to the gym when I have to pick up my kid? Like, mm-hmm. I think the first 30 days is just adjusting life to accommodate it. Mm-hmm. So take it easy, y'all. Take it easy on yourself. I love that. <laughs> I love that, Jenna. Let me tell you something. You, you are echoing my language because... Um, you know, I'm a person that's been sharing as far as like fitness and that kind of thing for years. Um, and I say sharing because people would often ask me like, are you a personal trainer? I'm like, no, nah, I'm just a giving guy. I'm just, if what I know, you know, if I know something, you know it. And I'm just happen to be someone who got educated in, you know, fitness, health and fitness. My thing is I always say to people, you have to set the bar where it's a place where you can feel and be successful because the key to your success is you feeling successful with each step of the way. So when you set the bar too high, when you jump out there and try to do a million days a week, <laughs> like, all right, I'm, get, I'm gonna get serious about this. So I'm gonna go to the gym a million days a week. And, and then you immediately feel terrible by day three because your ass wasn't consistent. So what you do is you bring it all the way down. You bring it all the way down. You start with things that are very light and accessible where you can feel successful. So what I always tell people when they're trying to you know, work on their health and their fitness, just take a walk. Just take a walk. Start off. Right, Jana? Just start off. Yeah, that- that's exactly how I started. And I've started and stopped a million times, and I'm just really glad that I'm finally on the other side of, like, I love fitness. Like, if I want to be my badass self, I've got to get my health and fitness in, and yeah. it's requirement. I love it. I love me first. So. Mm. I love it. I was in a room yesterday where I actually met Brittany, and we were talking about that self-love, self-love 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 and putting the self first being self full which is finding that balance so i love that but yes take a walk people when i tell you 
that the best thing you can do for yourself is to take 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day, and just take a walk. You don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to do anything. Let that be your start. Um, include that as a healthy habit. I promise you. It's the most overlooked thing in life when it comes to de-stressing, when it comes to decompressing, when it comes to actually having a, 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 an ability to have a breath of fresh air and ability to step back, to have some equanimity, some balance, some space between your space, especially during this time when for many of us, we're spending more hours either in the house or behind our laptops or behind our screens. The best thing you can do in between all those Zoom meetings, in between taking care of the children, in between all these things, the best thing you can do is take a walk, walking. So that's why I love that uh, that stair climber, Jenna. That stair uh, climber, yeah, that right there, that's how you know. You're like, okay, I'm I'm really about this health and fitness life because my ass is on this these stairs and these things are life giving and life taking at the same time. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. Yeah, I am. Um, I take I take my fitness journey in ten pound increments. Yeah. Like that's all I worry. that's all I think about is the ten pounds, ten pounds and the other day I was like, all right, well let me see where where I am, and so I've lost forty-two pounds since COVID. Whoa! Congratulations! Um, so now I, I definitely have some before and after pictures. I did put, I did uh, update my profile picture from from back then, and I couldn't believe it. I can't believe myself. Look, I just want to say to you, if nobody else on this stage says it, I want to say to you, congratulations, Jenna. That's amazing. That's Thank you so much. Amazing. That is amazing. OMG. Yes, yes. Oh, so appreciate this. Yes. Family, quick refresh. Today I'm excited because as always, it's about highlighting people. It's about being with people. It's about being and standing in accountability. And one way that we do that, and I do that every day, is by highlighting one person meeting one new person to talk to them about their business, their product, and their service. Usually that happens between 8 and 8.15 in the morning, but in the flow, in the serendipity, in the intention, here we are at a beautiful place where I'm excited to be able to hang out, and we're gonna hang out with Femi Olukoya, who's the CEO and founder of Sandcastle Psych LLC a clinical psychotherapist and a U.S. Navy veteran. I like how he said, people say that he, I've lived a life that could be a movie, but honestly, I just get it. I just get in where I can fit in, which puts me in incredible situations and stories. That get in where you fit in, that's something that's been so much a part of my language since my homie, KJ, Kira Johnson, one of my best friends, said it in 2003 to me. And I was like, bro, that's it. Get in. And he's like, man, just get in where I can fit in. <laughs> and so with that, I want to say good morning to Brother Femi. And let's say good morning, everybody. Let's open up our microphones and let's say good morning to Femi Olukoya. Yes, yes. Good morning, Femi. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning, everybody. How are you, how are you guys doing? <laughs> it's doing well. How are you this morning? 
I'm okay. I'm doing good. Uh, just trying to get the house together, but everything's good. Yes, yes. Oh, man, it's so good to see you. Pleasure to meet you. Um, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you as well. Thank you for inviting me up. Yes, yes, no doubt. No doubt. Um, first things first, Did I? am I pronouncing your last name correctly? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So for the for the musician in me, you know, for the for the trained ear in me, all I need to do is hear you say it one time, and then I'll I'll hear the inflection so clearly. I'll I'll always say it correctly from now. All right. So all right, cool. Hey, I could I could do it two ways. I could say it with <laughs> the accent, and I can say it without the accent. Yes, both <laughs> and. Let's get it. <laughs> All right, so I'm West. I'm I'm from West Africa. I'm Nigerian. Uh, so right. like my my whole name is like Olufemi Olukoya. Olufemi right? Olukoya. Yeah. So it's kind of the O L U is silent because yeah. you know it's a tongue twister. It's kind of right. like a Makisha Keisha type of situation. So right. I just go like Femi. Right. So like it's Femi Olukoya. Femi yeah. Olukoya. Femi Olukoya. Got it. Yeah. Yo, I always like to learn, you know, and when it comes to like language and, you know, music and that kind of thing, it's, you know, I love being able to listen closely, you know, especially, especially when it comes to, you know, languages or accents or names, you know, and pronunciations, you know, that I've never heard, you know, so yeah, yeah, I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. So it's a pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you. You know, one of the things, um, that I tell everyone, and you know, welcome to the AP family. Welcome to the Accountability Partners Morning Show. And one of the things that um, I enjoy about this environment, when it comes to Clubhouse and just what I call, you know, this ecosystem, is that you get the ability because it's interest driven. You get the ability to be able to search for people based on interests that are very, very much a connector with who you are and where you are in life or what your interest is. You know, so one of the things that I often do, as you even saw, you know, and uh, when you got the message from me is I like to find people that are on the same walks of life or similar um, or trying down the same path on the same journey and just hang out with them, chop it up, you know, meet them. I'm a person who's been building tribe across all these platforms for years. And the thing I always celebrate about this environment is the live and in-person and in connection aspect of it. So, yeah, I say that to say that I'm uh, actually in school for psychotherapy. Um, I'm studying with the Milton Institute, Milton Erickson Institute. And um, yeah, and I study under Jeff Zyg. I've been studying psychotherapy and psychology for longer than I actually knew that that's what it was. I was fascinated by like when it came to um, you know, music, when it came to business, when it came to all these things, um, I've been studying all different aspects of life from the perspective of psychology, you know, for a long time. And the more that I live and the more I think about my life and what makes me me, you know, it's a lot of credit to uh, my mom. And I talk about my mom usually at least once an experience here. My mom happened to be a 36 year school teacher who um, gave me a lot of education and exposure when I was young and started me off by um, by working with what she saw were the deficiencies in the classroom and 
working with that list to, to create an individual that would be emotionally intelligent and that would think for himself and all this kind of stuff. So anyway, I just say that to say like, that's kind of like my history when it comes to psychotherapy and psychology. And so I love to speak to other people who do it as a profession and it's their passion. So it's a pleasure to meet you. And I'm curious about psychotherapy and, and your journey and how you got into it. Yeah, no problem. I'd love to share that. It's it's amazing that you actually, you know, you already have those innate, um, you know, behaviors and those skills because that'll really help you in the long run. That's for everybody, really, because I I feel like everybody should have some sort of, you know, skill or education to, you know, deal with other human beings, you know, at the same time, because you don't know what people are going through. So when you see the signs, you can act accordingly instead of being like, oh, that person has issues, you know, and it can escalate because you don't understand what it is that they're going through or where they're coming from. Right, right. Um, How I got into mental health. Okay. So I'll start from like age of uh, 18. So I have, I joined the military when I was 17 and Mm. I, I got out of boot camp two months later the year of 2001, which was the day of 9-11. So I was Mm. supposed to go into the military, like thinking, oh, this is going to be cake. I'm about to be in Hawaii. I tried to talk to my class, you know. Right. But the day we graduated from boot camp, it was 9-11, 2001. And we all happened that day. So instead of having a chill tour, we ended up being sent to the Gulf. So wow. I was on an aircraft carrier, uh, right, right. Search, search and rescue swimmer. So most of the people that I uh, got out of the water, or our team got out of the water, were suicidal shipmates. Wow. Shipmates that, you know, couldn't wow. handle being out to sea that long. So wow. every time we got them out, we, we, we got most of them, you know, but some we lost. And then, uh, when we would debrief with them, we get them out the water and have a conversation with them before we send them to the chaplain, the ship's chaplain. We'd ask them, so what's going on at home? You know, why, what's like, what do you want to share? You know, and all the things that I've heard, and you know, just debriefing with them. I did that for about four to five years. That's kind of like what got me into mental health, you know? So like, it was, it was one of those situations where it's like, I, it's incredible how, elastic the mind can be how vulnerable and weak it can be and then to turn into something very very resilient there's a wide range of what people can take or human beings can take so that really fascinated plus i got i low-key have an aggression issue so (laughs) yeah yeah i get it i get it i think we all look at that on my own <laughs> you know, to, right. to, to help out. So I that's I got into therapy. Yes. You know, and then that's where I got into the mental health field. I've been doing it for about I wanna say eleven, twelve years overall. Uh right. incredible field. Uh I I I have my own little, you know, thing where it's I don't I'm not the therapist that's gonna ask you, how does this make you feel? And right. you know, tell me about this. That's not what I do. It's right. more of the situation where it's like, I'm not, it's going to be a conversation. Right. In the sessions, I'll probably cuss. You'll probably cuss. Yes, yes. We're talking, Let's we're get talking it. about random stuff. <laughs> Let's get it. You know? <laughs> so it's it's not the, I'm wearing glasses, crossing my legs. Right. Suit, 
and a sweater right. and just writing stuff down as you're telling me a lifelong story. That's not that's not no, right. Yeah, it's more it's realistic. Like most- Let me tell you something, and you, you're really it's man, golly, my brain is like right now light <laughs> lighting up everywhere, <laughs> man. <laughs> like because and here's the thing: it's it's because of the fact that again, it's why I love having conversations. And and especially around topics like this with people like yourself. I mean, first of all, man, I always say serendipity plus intention equals life. I'm looking at this story that you're telling me for you to go into the services at this time in our world and for it to propel you and put you in a particular place where you're dealing with people with really heavy and a range of emotions. You know what I mean? That are already there anyway, just because the world is what it is. But then in lieu of the events in our world at that time as well. And for you to be up close and personal with that. I mean, first of all, you were in the front lines, like by all means, you were in the front. You were on the front lines. And and of course, on the front lines, you know, as it pertains to helping us with our minds because of the fact that, of course, that's all there is you know everything is is based on that you know so i'm thinking about you there you being out at sea you helping people in this way and then to go from there and and in addition in your own life have an application for it like that's a strong strong pull i mean even with only knowing you five minutes it's one of those things where it's like if 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 you weren't doing psychotherapy as a like as an actual profession I mean, it probably would be like me where I, I'm going, I'm in school for psychotherapy. In fact, I put this on my Instagram uh, profile. Yeah. Um, I say I'm in school for psychotherapy to be a professional empath. Right. So what I'm essentially saying is you, you, it seems like you would have been going down this path of understanding human behavior and helping people like because of all these circumstances and how they came together. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it, that's yes. That's one aspect of it. I I would be able to do that, but at the same time, I don't know how. Like you know, like I said, I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, to be honest with you, I kind of fell into this field. You right. Know? I, this is not what I planned. Like you know, I tell people that all the time. Yes. Like, I didn't grow up being like, oh, I'm gonna be a therapist. Right. Or, right. You know, right. 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 This is not some. I I wanted to be an actor. I was in New York for like five years, going to casting calls and doing all these things. Right. But, you know, that's not how it, happened. it didn't work out that way. I didn't make it. Right. I didn't get that. I didn't make the cut. But right. it's it's one of those situations where it's like it's it's what I happen to fall into, yeah. and for some reason, people think I'm good at it. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not good at it, you know what I'm but I'm just being. I'm just being my true authentic self and it's yes. helping people. That's you know? what that's what makes you good at it. Let me tell you this, bro. That's why I'm like, my brain is lighting up all over the place. So are you familiar with um Jeff Zyg and Milton Erickson? Um, you know, well, I, I would I would imagine yes, just because, you know, yeah. So experiential psychotherapy, right? And this whole aspect, you just mentioned it when you said, like, yeah, my practice isn't this kind of thing where I'm sitting here with these glasses, legs crossing, that kind of thing. When I when the my journey started off with as far as studying up close and personal, it came from going on YouTube, digging into the topic, eventually coming across Jeff Zai, coming across Milton Erickson, and seeing what Erickson's contribution was to the field when the field was more that traditional kind of field, like you mentioned. 
Then here comes someone who comes along and is more experiential, is more relatable, is more down to earth, is more about connecting with people, you know, and, and supporting them in that way has been through some shit, <laughs> like some real shit, yeah. has polio and is stricken and like life is crazy, but it's the, exactly the thing that brings him to this place. So when I'm listening to your words and like how you said, you didn't have a plan, you fell into it. It, it just keeps echoing what I say every day. Serendipity plus intention equals life. I'm thinking about the intention you had of being an actor and how I'm sitting up here listening to Jeff Zayek, where he's talking about this. My All my classes are about studying psychotherapy from an artistic and theatric and actor and dancer and musician and poetry standpoint. <laughs> and how understanding those things and understanding how you embody how you take on a particular persona, how you hold space in a particular way, how you relate, how you understand psychology. Like it, it winds up in the field of th psychotherapy being the thing that, that really is b beyond impact as far as innovation, like it's the next level of psychotherapy. So the intention that you had to even be an actor and then the serendipity of how all the other things worked out, it equals life. That's how it all came together. It's just fascinating to me. It's so fascinating. So, so tell me if you could tell me a bit more about like your interest in being an actor, like how that came about, because, you know, I'm a musician, I'm an artist, I've been into the theater arts since I was young. So it's, it's interesting to me. So yeah, how did that unfold for you? <laughs> so that's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm a, like, and I haven't changed much, which is when, when it comes to like my build, right. and, like, I'm like, a 250-pound, like, you know, black guy, right? So right, I'm sitting right. there in the Glee Club. Everybody's like, you should be playing football. But, bro, I was in the Glee Club singing tenor yes. and yes. being in UIL plays in high school. I love right? it, love it. So instead of having a letterman jacket for football, <laughs> right, right, right. a letterman jacket for like, yes, yes. So, you, you, it was, you, a lot of people thought it was the most odd thing possible. But you were the Ray Lewis of theater, bro. You were the Ray Lewis of theater. You know what I'm saying? You were the, I don't yeah. know who your favorite, you know, <laughs> if you have a favorite football team. But. Nah, I guess that's my favorite musical. That's, that's what I, that's what I enjoy. But that's what, um, so I got a, I got a scholarship to like nine schools. Wow. In Texas. Yeah, when I, in Texas, I got a full ride scholarship in Texas. But I didn't want to stay in Texas. Right. right, but I got a partial. I got a partial scholarship to uh, NYU, and okay. I was seventeen at the time, and that wasn't going to cut it because I had I had never been to New York. Right. You know, didn't know what the hell I was getting into. Right. So, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I don't want to stay in Texas. That was a for sure thing, right. and I didn't. I couldn't afford going to New York, so I joined the military instead. It was it was an odd decision, uh, but yes, that's kind of yes. like so. I think I was I was a shirtless reader for Abercrombie and Fitch, which I kind of regret. But you said you I were a what a what for Abercrombie and Fitch? A I was a shirtless greeter. Shirtless greeter. Oh shit! Yeah. That's a whole goddamn. We just gonna have all the conversations. This one I'm talking. <laughs> that's, that's the whole topic. <laughs> another sermon for another day. Yeah. Right. Environment didn't like it, but I got picked up by uh, a scout. Right. And sent me to New York and and. That's how I ended up like being in New York on the casting calls and stuff Love like it. that for like five years. 
this is straight out the military. Right. You know, back when I was actually in shape. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but um, like I was through, that's how I got into it. And I was like doing casting calls, right. auditions and everything like that. And you know, the money's funny in New York when it comes to, you know, like you get you get calls, you get booked, you don't get booked. Sometimes you won't work for like nine to eight months. How you gonna survive? You know right. things. So I didn't like that instability, you right. know. And that's kind of like how I got out. So I ended up being, you know, I ended up being in like NYU for like two semesters. Wow. But I just didn't finish that, and I came back to Houston to finish up my grad program. Yeah. And that's kind of how I fell into therapy. But that that right there, it's a story in its own. Like that has its own little chapter. <laughs> like I said, like I got in where I could fit in, and it just happened right. to be an amazing experience. I met amazing people. You know, the people that stuck with it are yeah. like doing really well right now, and that I know. And it's 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 a story on its own. You know. Yo, man, I love it. I love this, bro. Let me tell you something. Again, it, it's I love finding points of connection. I love hearing people's stories, especially when I look at like people who are quality individuals, you know, who have a good head on their shoulders, who are emotionally intelligent or striving or helping out the world in some way. I always like to hear their story to hear like those pivotal points, you know, to hear like the catalyst, to hear like just the flow, the serendipity and the intention and just how it unfolds. Cause it unfolds different ways. Like check this out. It's so funny. Your story of going into um, the services and in the way that you did in that kind of like split second decision, it mirrors my life, but on the flip side, it going me thinking about that same decision going another way and it leading literally to the same place even today so when i was 18 i'm working in auto parts okay i'll back up a little bit more so i got into music um seriously around the age of like 16. Um, i became a producer and then from there I decided I wasn't going to go to college. This is the other thing about your story that I hear, because I'm like, you designed your own curriculum. You know, it just so happened to flow. And I'm not saying you designed like you did it. Again, it's the serendipity and intention. Some shit you did and it unfolded. Some shit, because of what you did, it was the cause and effect and it unfolded other ways. Yeah. You know, exactly. other things like, that were out of your control, but it just, you know, yeah. it just all shapes up. But I'm in... um. I'm, I'm approaching life around the age of like 16. I decide I'm not going to college and I'm going to go to school for audio engineering. Before that, I was going to go to school for mechanical engineering. So I decided to go for audio engineering to have a quote unquote plan B or solid foundation. So that way I could pursue music and artistry, but I could do it with that undergirding. So I decided I wasn't going to go to college. I didn't take my SATs. And then I graduated in 11th grade and I happened to have a job working in auto parts. So I take a year off and uh, as far as school and I just work and I just work on my music and just things that are getting my life together. And I'm at this job in 97, 98, standard auto parts. I'm working there, working the nine to five and I'm trying to go to school for engineering, audio engineering, but I need a grant. I don't have the money. Um, I need the money and my family, um, you know, didn't have the money. So long story short, I'm working at this job. I'm in the warehouse as a, as an order filler, but this is not what I want to do with my life. So I don't know what I'm going to do though, because I don't have the money 
And if I'm going to go to college, I need the money. So I decided that I was going to go into the Air Force and I go to this job fair. But at the same time, at my job, the the office accountant um, said that she had a position open for an assistant um, accountant or assistant in the office. Never worked in the office before, but I was really good with math. The long story short is that I went to the the um, the job fair. I grabbed the paper to sign up for the Air Force, and then I came back and and I the woman asked I asked about the job. She said, "Would you like to apply for it?" I'm like, "I don't know how I would succeed because I've never had an accountant job, whatever." But when hiring, I mean, would like go from warehouse to the office. That'd be nice. I applied for the job and I got it. But I said that if I did not get that job, that I was going into the services. But if I went into the services, then I wouldn't have actually stayed at this job, which then led to me continuing to be able to study my music and study um, engineering, eventually go to school for engineering, to actually wind up getting a job when I was 21, playing music full time and being able to go in that direction. From there, we get all the way here to psychotherapy. And I, and I think about where I am with it, what I'm studying, where you are with it. And I'm looking at a decision that although it was the same decision and but made two different ways, took us in two different directions to come right back at this point. Serendipity plus intention equals life. That's dope, bro. I'm, just, I'm appreciating yeah, your story. No, no problem. It's definitely the decision that you make that ends up, like, you know, gearing you into, like, situations or, like, a role that you probably have not thought of or see yourself doing. That's why it's very important to be very decisive in your life, you know? Right, um, right. When people, like, when people really are not sure what they want, that's okay, too, but, like, at least have some sort of, like, how do I, how do I put it? Not template, yeah. or just some sort of plan, because you just sitting around and like, oh, the world is going to fix itself. That's not going to happen. Yes, the world is going to be the world and you have to be able to tailor it how you see fit. What plan do you have? Like, just like life is an equal opportunity shit for Like, right. you know, everybody gets the same type of issues. Everybody goes through grief. Everybody goes through loss, like of a job or a conflict or anything like that. Yeah. It's what tools are you creating for yourself? Right. To actually rise above the crap, right? Yeah. Because you can rise above it and be more tolerant to the equal opportunity constant like what what's called life because it's constant. Or you could just fall under it and continue right. to, <laughs> to feel like, oh, what's going on? And then when you do have that strength, when you do have those tools and you are above that, it's, it's important that you also provide that information and the tools to the other people who can't rise above it. Mm-hmm. Well, so right. everybody's responsibility to actually share coping skills and tools to be able to deal with their own personal, you know, journey. 100%. Decisive is very important. I've come to realize that, you know, as I've, as I've grown, yeah. this feeling, having a family and all that stuff, it's, it's really decisions mm-hmm. and action. Yeah. You know? I definitely feel that, you know, one thing that it brings to mind for me is, um, you know, in this, in this, in my studies, one of the things that I really appreciate is 
how they talk about realization is more important than knowledge because of the fact that knowledge is there and but knowledge is nothing without realization of that knowledge in order to put it into action so you know as i think about psychotherapy and as i think about just what we do even with what you just said as far as what we all have accountability with or for um, and most of us agree to it because we want to make the world a better place and help other people like the most important thing to me is being able to help ourselves and to help each other to realize the potential to realize what's possible to realize that you have choices to realize that even though you feel this way it's only temporary and you don't have to actually feel this way this isn't your eternal state this isn't your judge and your jury like being able to make that separation and it's one of the reasons why i the biggest thing i appreciate it when i'm listening to um dr jeff zide and when he tells his story about meeting um milton erickson he says that you know um number one you know he had no idea that he was going to be able to study with them because he actually declined but he told him that he could come live with them <laughs> and femi you and i know both if you're going to learn from a mentor or something like you're going to learn even more being with them day to day than if they were just giving you like classes or giving you some kind of like you know private tutoring yeah so he stayed with him for seven years right and he you know of course he read the countless books and the countless resources but this was the the two things that milton erickson told him that he said it was always about he said if you don't remember anything else number one remember that it's always about motivation it's always about motivating and it's always about motivation and number two people don't often know the power that they possess in fact he didn't even say often he just said people don't know the power and the potential you know that they possess and so what i'm when i'm listening to you you know it just echoes so deeply for me because it really is that it really is not only knowing that you have choices and knowing you have the ability to feel different ways but then it's also up to us those that have had that experience will continue to to continue to share it live it walk it and talk it because that's how you actually help others it's not knowledge it's realization and it's one of the reasons why i love being able to from a day to day just stand in accountability with others because i ain't telling anybody anything that they really don't already know like for the most part <laughs> but it's a whole different thing to be reminded or for someone to help by giving you permission or um someone who's just standing there as a partner to help you to realize it all over again so i'm i'm so echoing i mean i'm so resonating with what you're saying for me you know it's really really resonant yeah it's a it's a point of impos- it's kind of like a, a, an imposter syndrome too and it's not like you know what you're capable of you know right but you know and if you're successful at something and you always have that anxiety of like, am I good enough? Are people gonna think I'm a fraud? You know? Yeah, 100%. or I just hide in a corner? You know, I, I kind of really don't want to do anything. It's it's one of those situations where you have to be intentional about your thoughts. You know, you really do. You know, people when, when they say people look in the mirror every morning and give them and give themselves like validation to talk. That's normal, you know. Yes, it's like you have yes. to remind yourself of who the hell you are. Who you, you are. Know? Yeah, so when you practice that, it becomes second nature, you know. It becomes second nature to know that, okay, I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to do this. I need to find what motivates me to rise to the occasion 
or to do better than my colleagues or to actually challenge my colleagues or my supervisor or, you know, just motivating yourself to be better, yes. you know, mentally, emotionally, like physically, you know, it's, it's, it's practice. I heard earlier when somebody, I don't know if she's still here, where she said, oh, she just started walking or starting. Yeah, like, you know, being being fit like that's true you know you just have to motivate yourself to get up out of bed and just do the simple things and as you are doing it you know you yeah. get better at it you get more comfortable it becomes second nature that's where coping skills come in you it know really where you practice, you practice coping skills people everybody needs coping skills right. baffles, me. baffles me when people say oh I don't know what my coping skills are. Like, are you serious? Like, you don't know what you would do if somebody like really triggered you. Like, how do you mm-hmm. how do you take care of yourself? How do you how do you feel better? Yeah. Nobody's there to make you feel better, you know. So, like, I definitely try to get resources for coping skills and and how to hone your own particular coping skills that fits you. you know? So, yeah. Look, I want to not only appreciate you for giving resources, but appreciate you for being a resource, because honestly, that's the answer to the question. You know, when a person doesn't have it within themselves because it's either never been demonstrated or they didn't grow up in that environment, so they don't even have a point of reference. That's when it's good to have a Femi. <laughs> you know, it's good to have someone who actually has it. I'm one of many. I'm one right. Of a lot of us out here. Yes. Out. You gotta find this. You know, we're more than happy to be a part of that journey with you. Hundred percent. Professional friends so, make Kevin better resources. Right. So with that, bro, um, tell me. You know, before we um, even just wrap up this piece, this segment, um, this tie bow on this experience, um, tell me a little bit more about um, Sandcastle site and how we can connect with you for your services. Because man, I I just got to tell you again. You know. I really appreciate not only what you're doing, but just who you are as a brother, man. You know, it, it just really means a lot. So, yeah. Oh, thank you, man. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, Sandcastle is a private practice. It's an SBVOSB company, which yeah. means it's a service disabled veteran a small business where we are uh, certified to do like contracts with like you know, government entities when it comes to like public hospitals, right. surplus from public hospitals, uh, VA hospitals, or in the city. We're based in Houston, Texas, but we okay. can see clients and patients, you know, all over Texas. Right. It's not just Houston, it's like via telehealth. Right. Um, also provide uh, consultations for like, you know, corporations where it comes to dealing with how to deal with employees or how to make yeah. it a, a more fun or easy place to work so you can get more production out your employees you know, right. get, you know it's the most toxic thing a company can say is like we're like a family you know and we want to get people out of that because at the end of the day it's 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 a sense of betrayal when you you have that oh we're like a family but for some reason they have to let you go that's a for you know so it's mm. it's one of those things that we try to change you know certain narratives when it comes to like let's say for example if you dim the light for certain you know degree you get more production from like you know a group of employees type situation that's our consultation when it comes to corporation aspect gotcha. um when it comes to my demographic, what we do is I try to find 
an avenue for therapy for people that look like me and cannot have access to therapy because therapy can be expensive, right? So we actually do some pro bonos, we do sliding scales um, when it comes to like, you know, certain demographics, right? So there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I can't find a black male therapist that can understand what I'm saying, especially men. Like a, a lot of men have a hard time like going to therapy because they feel like they have to be strong, they have to hold it in. So I try to like, you know, advocate and, and speak on, uh, you know, the male species yeah, to actually come forward and express themselves so they can be better at what they do. They can be better husbands, better boyfriends, better sons, you know, mm-hmm. you know, better. Yeah, right? Instead yeah. of like the narrative that's being, you know, pushed like nowadays where it comes to toxic masculinity or like, you know, all these uh, angry black man type situation or angry black woman and all that stuff. So when it comes sure. to my demographic, I, temp- I, I typically like have a space for that. Yeah. Uh, the other therapists that, that work for me, we, we have conversations weekly about how can we do better for our immediate, you know, community. Gotcha. Because it's like kind of like people that are close to us. You know, yeah. we start from start small and try to like, you know, reach our tentacles. I love it, man. Well, I'm I'm in an all hands on deck like mentality when it comes to um just life, humanity in general. Um and then of course in this time. So I appreciate the focus. I appreciate the emphasis, man, um, and even the niche. Um, I also want to introduce you to Maria. Maria is one of our beautiful family members here, the AP family. Good morning, Maria. I wanted to. Good morning. Oh my gosh, what an amazing conversation. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it always is, as you know, Maria. And I wanted to bring you up because I saw you coming up and I thought it might be a question you might wanted to ask um, Femi or either make it or a comment on something that you heard. Um, yeah, so I, I knew that your brain was bubbling <laughs> in the best way. <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> well, first of all, I want to say this is this is an amazing conversation. And what I hear in the conversation, and if you hear any noise in the background, I'm just out for a walk, um, is, is something that to me is really important and that's really normalizing um, mental health, normalizing the fact that we all, at any point in time in our lives, need contribution. Yep. We need assistance, and we something need that <laughs> we need therapy. Mm-hmm. Something that Femi uh, mentioned that was also very important is like having coping mechanisms, having tools in our toolbox for us to really be able to thrive in life. Right. And I just want to thank you and for the work that you do. Right. Um, I really believe that psychotherapy is extremely important. And um, something else that you mentioned that is also very powerful is that, you know, un- unfortunately, um, I- I've discovered that in the black community, you know, there, there is a lack of um, contribution, help, assistance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there's there's this underlying narrative, there's this unspoken way of being that we human beings have in society um, that, um, you know, black individuals, specifically also black women, are supposed to be very strong and they're supposed to be able to take a lot of pain. 
and so we create in in society this this false um, sense of belief that in order for us to be courageous and powerful and resilient, we have to endure pain and suffering. And I think that's the wrong message to send to human beings. Hundred percent, it creates. I agree with you. Hundred percent. That's great. And it's just like even in the medical aspect of things too. Like, because I have like a lot of professional friends that like work in the medical field where they complain, and these are you know people of like the minority. Uh, uh, they, it's the same issue when it comes to oh, does she need more painkillers? Like you know, or does she should does she needs more attention? You know, oh maybe not because you know there's a narrative and there is even in books about going to at least going to like medical school where it's like black individuals are more tolerant to pain, which is not true. You know, so the narrative is there. Even if they don't know it, it, it's not true. It's being taught in the schools. And that's what, like, a couple of my friends are kind of advocating against to actually change that. You know, especially pregnant women. Mm -hmm. Like, they're about to give birth, and there's certain... I've seen certain situations where I'm like, yo, aren't you supposed to give them, like, you know, compression socks? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, they don't need compression socks. Why? Why does she use them? because you know it, 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 those those are situations where it, it it's more preventive you know right that she may not need it but you have to do it just in case the worst could possibly happen right cover your bases show more attention and you know that's it's 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 all around and the more you're vocal about it the better maria because right. because nobody's gonna speak you nobody's gonna speak for me you know mm-hmm. nobody like yeah we have allies which is great you know right. but at the end of the day yeah. you are responsible for how people yeah. treat you yeah you know yeah you so, have to be your own advocate your own first yeah. that's a great point that you like you brought up maria i really appreciate you putting that in the sound anymore. thank you 100% 100% yes yes family i want to do a quick refresh as we come to tailoring out the, this experience. And so I want to first say good morning again to Eunice, Sherry, T, and Yada. Thanks so much for coming through. Good morning to you. Hope that all is well, too. And also, Maria, of course, you know, it's always a great time. And Femi, this has been amazing. Um, meeting you, talking with you, chopping it up about something that is Man, it's, it's such a passion for me. And now it's gotten to the point where because I now realize that all these years when I've been when, <laughs> all these years, you know, when I went to school for engineering, you know, when I studied audio and production and then, you know, went to school for business and, you know, marketing and then went down the rabbit hole as far as spirituality and read all of the holy books, the Bhagavad Gita, the Tao Te Ching, Lao Tzu, the Quran, you know, and just all these things. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this, I'm studying string theory, I'm studying all these things, and I'm studying human behavior, I'm studying psychology, I'm studying what makes us tick, you know. I've always been fascinated with it. And as I always say, my mom, shout out to my mom for that. So, Femi, it's great chopping it up with you, man. Great to meet you, man. Um, Thank you for having me. I appreciate this. Before I leave, though, I do want to give the crowd um, a resource for coping skills. 
Definitely. Uh, I hope I should have done it earlier because there's more people in the room. But it's all um, good. Yeah. So I want you guys to Google 99 coping skills. The number 99. Okay. And coping skills. It it's it's a PDF to the show. It's the first thing that shows up. It's it's a pun off a of Jay Z song. I'm a Jay Z fan, so right. it's a pun off a of Jay Z nice, song. Nice, nice. Yes. But it's the opposite. Where instead of problems, <laughs> we got nine right. So there's a lot of weird stuff on there, but they're on the list because they're effective. So I want you guys to just go through that list. Yes. Pick about five. Yes. And hone in on that five. Make sure it's a new coping. <laughs> yes. Stuff. It's something that you would have never done before, but you find intriguing. Right. Because if you've done it before, you're more likely probably going to get bored and be like, I've already done this. Mm -hmm. Nothing's changed. So I want you to try something new. Right. Right. And make sure that that will be a foundation so you can have certain coping skills for certain triggers, certain stressors, you know, that, that life throws at you. It could be, you know, <laughs> anything. So right. if that doesn't work, if those coping skills don't work, you can always jump into the pool 99. It's 99 of them. Something's got to hit. Right. Look, let me tell you, I'm reading the list now. And again, it, it, it makes me realize what I was thinking about earlier when talking to you and listening to your experience and why, even though you didn't have an initial plan to be in psychotherapy, like your intentions and what you got into, as well as just the serendipity of all the different things you experienced, it panned out to equal a really good skill for experience with psychotherapy. Because everything that I'm reading on here, <laughs> all these things that I'm reading, and for those that, you know, you might be driving or something, I'll just read you the first 10. Exercise, running, walking, etc. Put on fake tattoos, write poetry, stories, journals, scribble, doodle on paper, be with other people, watch a favorite TV show, post on webboard. And then you can even go over to 40, play with a modeling clay or Play-Doh, build a pillow fort. I'm doing number one, number 41 immediately because that takes me back to my childhood. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because my that's what it is. is. actually tearing a sheet of paper. Love it. Love it. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> Whenever me and the wife are getting into an argument, I'm tearing a sheet of paper underneath the table so I don't say anything that can make it worse and just, you know. Right. <laughs> but, right. Yeah, those are like small things. That <laughs> that's my favorite. Tearing a sheet of paper. That's yes. Oddly satisfying. Somebody has to try that too. So as a as a student of like I said, Jeff Zyg, who it it fascinates me that my journey led me right to the perfect teacher because I'm a musician, I'm an artist, I'm an experiential person first. And the whole model is based on real life and experiences and then from there using that as coping mechanisms. And so, bro, I, this is this is just I, I love it, man. I love it. And your whole journey makes sense, and it makes sense why although that wasn't your initial goal why you would be as good as you are and have a passion and really have the tools that's better than going than simply going to school for it this is this is um a quote that i wrote and now we'll tie a bow on this uh and for anybody who would like to come to the stage by all means you know the deal the main goal is to say hey to you um so by all means give a wave and if not you're just enjoying this as your background radio morning show you know how it goes as always Thank you so much for coming through. I want to see if um, I can find this. Uh, I wrote this a few weeks ago. I'm always writing original quotes, and one dropped on me, and I'm going to see if I can just remember it off the top of my head. It was basically just like no amount of academic education can replace um, 
the real deep life learning of actual up close and personal life experience. Um, and it's the reason why I'm glad that is that I did not get a college degree. And I'm glad that my curriculum was basically me putting together continuing education based on the things that interest me. You know, and so it took me to these these small classes, these trade. It took me to trade school. It took me to just studying online and building and YouTube University and just building my own, you know, education. Because even you know, not knocking an academic education because I think it's great. You add that to real life experience, and then now you can really take your craft to the next level, or your skill, your passion. Because you can't learn everything in a book, but life will teach you some shit. So, brother Femi, on that note, man, yes, I can't wait to to chop it up with you again, fam. And yeah, not a problem, man. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. And to Eunice, Sherry, and T. Again, if you'd like to come to the stage, uh, we'll be I'll be tying a bow on it in about the next 60 seconds or so. So we'd love to say hello to you. And if not, if you're taking over the world behind your desk, by all means, just don't let him drive you crazy. Just check out at a Zoom meeting at least for like three minutes to just take a deep breath. Sherry, good morning. Good morning. I'm laughing because I'm actually checking into a Zoom meeting. Yes. Right. <laughs> so I thought, let me say hi so he'll know I'm okay. <laughs> yes, yes. OMG. Um, Sherry. Yeah. Uh, Sherry, meet, meet Femi, you know, and Femi, Sherry. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, Hi, yes. Femi. <laughs> Hi, Maria. Yes, this, yes. I was listening in. Good morning. It was a great topic. And yes. I appreciate having a resource to take oh, away, too. I love it. Sherry, you have the last word. What was what was your favorite? Yes, oh, you're, you're, you're logging in now. Okay, okay, okay. I was going to ask That's you. Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask you. Um, I you, can talk about Okay. So with everything that you heard, uh, just give me one thing that it just, it resonated for you. Um, just, just one, one thing that, the, that what we talked about resonated for you. Uh, I was going to say probably the resource, right. uh, giving us the resources and say that, yeah. the discussion about coping skills. Love it. Yeah, that that coping skills, that 99 coping skills list, the PDF. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait until everybody has that in their hands. Because, again, I'm always a person that looks for accessibility points. And when you talk about activities that are very natural and relatable that make you happy, this is experiential psychotherapy. This is putting yourself in the place of doing something that's to your benefit. And at the same time, it's it's very much like like Femi was saying, either out the box or it's something that stimulates your right brain and triggers you into your imagination of being better and feeling better. And that by itself, boom, you're off to a great start. So thank you for sharing that, um, Sherry. And thank you, Femi, for all your work. Okay. And Maria, yes, yes, it's always a pleasure. Yes. Family, we are here. Once again, happy birthday to Clubhouse. This is the one year. And as always, I'm so excited to be in this environment because of exactly what just happened in this experiential moment. And so on that tip, I want to say, T, have a great day. Eunice, have a wonderful day. Sherry, it's always a pleasure. Maria, much love to you. And Femi, much love and pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Can't wait to connect again. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. Have a blessed day, everyone. And so with my connecting and amazing to be in this room with all of you. Thank you.
Have a great day, guys. You too. Have a great day. Take care. My name is Peace. Uh, Thank you again. You too. You hey, too. Meyer, have a great day. Meyer, have a great yeah. one, baby. Meyer, have an amazing day. Have an amazing Yeah. Hey, Meyer, what's happening? Meyer! <laughs> 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 I had to hear your voice, bro, before he wrapped up. Good to see you, Meyer. <laughs> you too, fam. Have a great day, Meyer. Thank you. Peace. 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 Peace